Hello and welcome to episode 100 of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FPL related. You might have noticed something a little different. You eagle-eyed viewers might notice that we're coming at you proper live this time. This is our first live stream in celebration of our... Oh my god, son's true! Son's true! And he scored! It's 1-0 to Spurs! Oh, fuck off, he's not, is he? Oh, my stream is obviously behind. That strange voice you hear in the background can only be one person, my podcast partner in crime, Seamus. How are you getting on, my friend? Good. That was a fucking crazy oh. start, no? Has it, are, are you serious here? Because uh, my stream is obviously behind. Yeah, you're probably it's, using one of those illegal streams, like a pleb. I never said anything about that, but Mane just missed a glorious chance there a second ago. So, are you actually having me on here? No, I'm not having you this on. You were be... obviously a good bit behind. But this is this is brilliant because I have son, so I'm fucking delighted. And uh, yeah, Keen Cronin here, uh, he's streaming it as it's well. A possible offside. Um, so he's saying he can't stay on. It's a possible offside here, Seamus. We might need to go back. Yeah, Keen's in the chat. Glad to have you with us once again, Keen. Uh, anyone who's a regular listener will know Keen came on the show, did our First and only as of today, FBL High Stool, where uh, we uh, basically got to chat with a member of the FBL community, and who better chatted than someone who finished 27th in the whole goddamn world and first in Ireland. So we're going to get you back on again someday, Keen. but we do need to get someone in the middle, or it'll be kind of weird. It would be like just your segment to High Stool. And considering... Did it get ruled off? Did it get ruled off, Seamus? Oh, you're way behind. Dude, he's literally just scored. No, yeah, <laughs> it, it got ruled off. It sides. got ruled off. Oh, shite. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, he's back foot. Like, oh. So. Oh, it was, it was ruled off in the build-up? I was like, the pass was onside, but in the build-up. Nearly true again, though. Fuck's Nearly sake. true again. Yeah, pretty crazy start. We just kicked off and uh, Son had the ball in the back of the net. So, uh, apologies if that's a bit of a, a, a raucous... Uh, you know, introduction to this episode. But yeah, we're here. A hundred episodes, Seamus. If I can take your attention away from the Liverpool Spurs match for a second, how does it feel to be a hundred episodes old? Uh, good. I, I don't feel that old. Uh, I don't actually know how we got to a hundred episodes. That happens super quick. Um, but yeah, that is uh, that is crazy. That that quick start to the goal uh, to the game has literally thrown everything off for us. Um, but yeah, hundred episodes. A milestone, I guess, and uh, great to do our first stream as well. Yeah. So I don't know what. Yeah, this is probably this is probably gonna be uh, uh, like a, a learning experience for us. So oh, big time. Hopefully, big time. And if if ye are noticing shit in the background that uh, that like our audio is fucked or there's lag here and there, just let me know. Just pop it in the chat because because uh, yeah, this is our first time uh, doing it and it's going to be a bit of a learning curve. But hopefully, we don't fuck it up too badly and anything we do f up you may forgive us for but game week 20 is gone um this is the last game liverpool spurs we're gonna see it out tonight and uh to be honest with you, i'm kind of happy to see the back of game week 20 because uh it didn't go too well for me it's been a couple of red arrows the last few weeks uh that beautiful 12 week row of consecutive greens has come to a grinding halt and i've gone from 50k to outside 100k so i'm not too bad to i'm not too sad to see the back of game week 20 but you Seamus, your week wasn't going too bad was it 
Uh, it's okay. Um, my transfers this week worked out. I brought in double city defense, and uh, thank God one of one of those was Cancelo. The other was Stones. So I got the points for that, and uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a better. So even if Robbo keeps a clean sheet here, unless he kind of gets two goals or something, I'm pretty much going to match it. Uh, so just run me through your transfers again, there, just in case. Uh, so it was Robertson, um, who has uh, you know not been you know for his price delivering the goods. Uh, he was out, and I sold Dunn. So I've gone to five at the back now at the minute. Now two of those are Justin and Dallas. So, you know, I, that can easily go to a four in weeks where there's uh, not too much happening. But, uh, yeah, there's value in defense at the minute, and a lot of the strikers are underperforming. So unless you're going for the big hitters like Kane and stuff. So I'm just uh, putting the money in there in the defense. Something I should have done weeks ago, double city defense. Uh, I would have nearly went triple city defense, but uh, I had De Bruyne there. So that's going to need me an extra transfer to kind of yeah. facilitate that. Uh, we've got Ken in the chat. Nuclear Atoms, the question master is there. And Seamus Kennedy, good evening to all of you guys. Thanks for joining us. It means quite a bit. And uh, I know the reason Ken is here anyway. He's here for that cup, Seamus. And he's still waiting for you to send the mug. Where is it? What? The, oh, it's rubbing in his face. It's right here. It's in front of me. I, like, I've got a few mugs i got to send out to, to listeners. Apologies again. I have been crazy busy. We moved house um, this weekend, just gone. So I've been packing up stuff for the last few weeks. My wife's also heavily pregnant, so it's all on me. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, now that we're in the house, I can actually get these things sent out. Um, I'm also going to blame COVID. <laughs> so yeah, maybe Brexit. Brexit's causing, Trump. Don't you know, forget Trump. That, throw Trump. him in there. Why not? We'll blame yeah, everyone. Fast. <laughs> but uh yeah yeah so uh yeah good to see you guys ken uh nuclear adams yeah uh you must be sick he must be online where's uh nuclear adams calling from again here i think he's uh, from he's in do we say was it bangladesh or was I think it bangladesh from his from his twitter profile at uh, atoms underscore nuclear i think uh, bangladesh so we've got a big mix uh across the globe watching us this evening which i am kind of proud of personally but you know me it doesn't take much to to you know make me proud i'm literally i'm proud if i have a shower if i have a once a week if i have a shower i'm happy with that you know that's me done but enough about me well, seamus uh, enough about me i assume me. you showered for this spot anyway. i did i did look uh, at my yeah, hair so uh, fpl rossi that's seamus kennedy although he's retracted his message the bastard oh he doesn't uh. he doesn't want <laughs> any of us penguin yeah. fpl penguins in the chat hello to you Good sir, glad to have you with us. Uh, hopefully this goes smoothly. He's another YouTube uh, FPLer, and uh, I was actually listening during the week on F- that FPL Lounge, which I uh, was happy, uh, happy or glad enough to be a guest on a couple of months back. Uh, he was doing a stream with Boona, and uh, pretty enjoyable stuff. I believe, I assume that's the same penguin. I think it was. And uh, there's fucking fifty penguins at this stage, but <laughs> but um, every uh, there's all sorts of. Uh, animal members on the FPL community on Twitter these days so it, it can be confusing there is I asked them Seamus and I'll ask you the same question now I mean, you kind of know and there's a benefit of hindsight so it's probably not fair but what I asked them was Gundogan or Grealish there were the two choices I had this week for KDB that was what I was thinking so to bring up my team if I was to be so bold it's right there in front of you but I had uh, I had two choices. I had KDB and Vardy out, so I was making two changes. The minus four was in, and I got Vardy out for Kane. That was kind of a bit of a no-brainer. I was toying with DCL, but 
DCL might come in next week. But my big question was, do I go with Gundogan, who's the talk of the town this week, or do I go with um, Grealish? And Reliable Jack. Reliable Jack, exactly. A man who hadn't scored, and I think it was like seven to eight game weeks. I need to fucking mute my phone. But, um, yeah, basically, uh, Buna said Grealish. He wasn't thinking twice about it. And uh, Penguin said Gundogan. And I went with Grealish just because that was my gut don't anyway. Agree. Don't listen to, to, to that Buna guy, you know. He's all just like, he's a, he's a drug addict, isn't he? I, he's all about injecting stuff. I think I heard that he sells drugs to kids. But, look, that's alleged. I can't be the one responsible for that i'm not gonna be sitting here Spread holding my hands up like with my tiny little hands and uh putting people's name to disrepute but yeah i went with Grealish in the end seamus was i wrong so that's the big talking point this week is gundogan gundogan or gun don't gan and uh i gun we both gun don't gan that's tough to say uh, yeah. But yeah, we both went <laughs> against it. Um, how are you feeling next week? You sat there with KDB still on your bench this week, so you've you've obviously got that change in mind next week. Who are you looking at replacing him with? Yeah. Is it is it the G Dog? I ran out of time this week. Uh, I barely got my transfer made in time. I was waiting till uh, I always planned on getting two city defenders. I thought that was more of a priority than getting rid of De Bruyne. Um, so, yeah, I was like, I may get rid of De Bruyne, but I, again, two same guys I was looking at. I was like, Grealish, she's got the fixtures, um, you know, and so obviously so does City. But, you know, you think, how long can Gundogan keep it up? I felt like he probably could, and I probably would have went his way, but then I didn't know what I wanted to do with the money. So I said, I'll make my two defensive transfers. I'll think about the other one later. And I was just in work. I got caught on a long call before I knew the deadline had passed. So the, the no decision kind of happened. So what's, what are you looking um, at next week? Uh, next week, yeah, probably just going to get rid of De Bruyne. And I'm thinking for Gundogan. Um, it's just such a shame I didn't do it this week. Um, I said the same during the double game week. I wasn't going to get rid of um, Kevin at the time, but I was thinking, you know, maybe I get Gundogan in as my, my second city. I went in with no city for that double game week, and that really kind of cost me. Uh, yeah, so I think Gundogan is probably the logical choice. Will I reinvest the money? I think so. I'm thinking Martinez and uh, Gundogan this week. For um, Forster and uh, Kevin, and uh, then I'll have Forster and McCarthy this week. So at least I'll have um, a choice of keepers second half of the season, and when the next double game it comes up, you know, at least I'll have two playing keepers. Very true, very true. But digging into game week twenty a bit more before we look ahead to game week twenty one, and we do have one eye on the uh, Spurs Liverpool match here. It's still nil nil. Uh, Harry Kane's gone down with a bit of a knock. But uh, the early sun goal ruled offside. Um, that'll sicken 50% of the, the fucking game at this stage. But uh, looking back at game week 20, I see your team in front of me, Seamus. You had one playing striker. You went with Paddy B, Paddy Mamford. One point return. 59th minute entry. FPL General will be delighted with that. He gets to add another notch to his bedpost. If that's what he does. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't even have a bedpost. I don't have any bedposts. Do you? Um, no, no, I don't. I don't live in a four-poster bed. I'm afraid you don't need to have four. But, yeah, two would be enough. To be fair, Bamford was my vice captain this week, as you'll see there. So I, I said on the last part, I was like, I'm thinking of maybe captaining him, and uh, they got the win. But uh, yeah, he wasn't the Leeds player um, of choice. You know, it was Rafinha and then who got all the points. So let's second to get that. Uh, Bruno doubled his points output, so I obviously made the right captain decision. 
Um, I would have never captain Suchek, obviously. But uh, I really, really wish I would have went a fluky Cancelo captain this week. That would have been... That would have been sweet. Yeah, I mean, I would you have called it fluky? That's the question. I mean, like, I suppose, considering you and me, well, I know you haven't captained the defender since uh, your triple captain on Shane Duffy, and I don't know if I've captained the defender. No, I never triple captained him. I, I captained him in a double game, like I didn't triple captain okay, him. Okay, no. my apologies. I'm pretty sure you triple captained him, but I, I definitely did. I can't prove I had uh, I prove Matt Ryan. This was last year. We uh, Was this last year or two this years ago? two years ago, yeah. Okay, yeah, that uh, we all remember that uh, debacle, but I can't. Uh, well, I can't captain defender. I think I've captained one since then. I think you were completely the right. first ever player I captained. Now this is our hundred episode, so for anyone joining, please like, subscribe, all that usual shit. But there's going to be a bit of nostalgia in here. It's going to be a bit more relaxed than the usual episodes because you know, first out we've got two fucking hours to kill. So it's like okay, um, let's get back to it. My first ever captain, Seamus, was a defender. Do you remember your first captain? My my very first captain yeah. 12 years ago when we started playing? More than no, 12 I can't years even ago, remember. but he's like 14 at this stage. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely can't. I can't even remember like what, you know, who was in the league that year. My first captain uh, was, uh... was Rio Ferdinand. That, that's, that's really? yeah, I remember because the next week I went, why the fuck did I captain a defender, you idiot? Do you know, I was like, it's the player that's supposed to get the most points, you know, a learning curve. But, um, yeah, uh, Rio Ferdinand. So I think I've been hesitant. If I've captained a defender two or three times in the whole in the last 14, 15 years, then I'd be surprised if it's more than twice. Do you know? Because that's, that scared yeah. me right away. Trauma. Yeah. No, um, couldn't agree more. I, what I would say is, and I remember learning this lesson many seasons ago in the past, defenders are often the highest scoring players in a double game week defenders are keepers they always score really well and that's what happened last week we saw um of course some forward players did quite well but all the heavy hitters you know that had doubles Salah Fernandez uh, De Bruyne and none of those did particularly well so I keep saying I must remember it now that doesn't mean Shane Duffy you don't want a bright defender but you want a defender for your man cities and stuff like that play teams that are doing well mm. um, I'm seeing a bit of just that uh, comments in this section in the uh, comment section there Go for it. Nuclear Adams decided to sell Suchek, he says, because it's more annoying owning him. Uh, because every time he plays him, he blanks, but every time he benches him, he gets double digits. Um, Ken Corbley says he sold Suchek for minus four for uh, Gundogan this week. So he was sickened after the West Ham game, but he ended up getting away with it. So, yeah. Uh, if you had both, though, imagine the, the joy you'd be feeling right now. I can't imagine selling him. You saw the, the uh, start of the episode. The what would you call that? The intro, the screen. The thumbnail. What you call that? The thumbnail. Yeah. Uh, Suchek heavy. Had a few Suchek's on it. Yeah, Suchek heavy. What's he got? Seven goals this season? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's seven goals. I could check, but I'd have to move a lot of screens. I mean, the two lads like that seems to be the general. I wouldn't say cons like not selling Suchek is the consensus, but like I even mentioned it uh, during, I think it was yesterday or the day before. I was saying that in one of the group chats. I was like. I'm looking at bringing in a third striker. I have a few bob in the in the bank now, obviously having shipped KDB and Vardy. So I'm looking at what do I do with this extra money? I can turn Brewster into an Antonio pretty easily if I wasn't to invest this in the back. <laughs> but my issue, Seamus, yeah. is then all of a sudden I'm benching Suchek, possibly. And that's that's what uh, Nuclear Adams has a problem. He's you know when he's asked questions the last few weeks, we've always pointed to how strong his. His bench was, and it gives him a benching headache. And then 
that makes it much easier to bench the likes of Suchek. So I can see how he's ended up missing those points. Uh, but yeah, there's been, the games I've played him in have always been like, I actually want to play him in these games. And there's games I've, um, you know, benched him in the odd time where I'm like, I don't really want him in this, but it's it's not too bad. So yeah, as long as you can manage that, that's a different game then. I hate playing that game. I'd rather play with one playing sub even though in this season of covid it means you with a one cancellation of a game you could be screwed but i prefer putting all the money on the pitch yeah but i mean like Just always so do you think then by that logic sir do you think suchek is a better option than antonio considering how fast he's hit the the ground running i mean what's that two goals and assists in his last three games uh, he's he's on fire, like, and West Ham have some pretty decent fixtures, I think, at the moment. So, I mean, like, do you, like between Suchek and Antonio, if you're playing one, which are you playing, James? Antonio. Exactly. So, like, if you keep Suchek, obviously depending on the rest of your midfield, but assuming you're playing five across the middle, which is quite common this year, uh, do you just accept like Brewster and nobody is your is your third striker? I think Brewster is the perfect enabler. I can imagine keeping him all season because I think that third, you have to have a dead slot somewhere, midfield or forwards. I think there's just much better value and more options in midfield. Yeah. There's always somebody like emerging, like Suchek or Gundogan as he is right now. Rafina is there doing really well right now is, you know, at the moment. So, like, yeah, I actually saw a couple of people who said um, they were taking, like, the money out of KDB and they were using that money to upgrade their their um, midfielder from Suchek to somebody better. In some cases, I've seen people doing it to Rafina, and I was like, okay, you got away with that because that's kind of end up much the same. But in other cases, they've gone to the likes of you know Grealish, um, which a bit unlucky this week, but long term is a better pick, I suppose. Well, Ken says Antonio all day, so he's uh, <laughs> he's on the the Mikael side of things. I get it. Um, I just it's hard when you've been on a player like I was on Suchek since four point nine. I let West Ham's easy fixtures rolled through and then jumped on him as soon as they started clearing up and I think that was the week mm. he scored his first goal of the season he already had an assist so you know like this was the week I was considering it the, the blank in the double game week I was like oh maybe you know it's not a great call but he goes off and scores two goals against Crystal Palace and all of a sudden I'm going like I can't I can't get rid of him now can I no, just looking at it there. Sorry, um, I am listening, but uh, Son was true on goal and then just took slightly heavy touch, and Trent took it off him. Probably about three or four minutes behind everyone else, I assume. But uh, that was a great chance for Son, man. Son, I, I think we got to come back to it. How sickened would you be as a Son owner this week? I didn't realize you had Son and Kane still to play, you bastard. Son, Kane, and Salah this uh, this match. Yeah, I'm going all like I just I don't know. I think I tried to play it a bit more safe. I made a bit of a risky move. Oh, that's the shot you're talking about. You're obviously just a bit ahead of me now. But, um, yeah, like, I tried to play it a bit smart there over just before Christmas or just before the double game week when I got Rashford and Vardy in for KDB and uh, I can't remember who I got out. But essentially, um, essentially, like, I just decided once once KDB and Vardy were out, I was going to go back, play it safe, Grealish, Kane, people that you can rely on. I mean, I didn't realise that Grealish was so heavily owned. Uh, or not not so heavily owned, but so, uh, was so far up the, the rankings in, uh, you know, in points. terms of points. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I obviously realized when I was looking at it, but until I was looking at it, you can see it there. He's uh, <laughs> he's the fourth highest scorer midfielder. 113 points. He's about, 
what, 30 points off of Fernandez uh, for a whole th- 4 million less. That's a... I mean, he went through a bit of a dry spell, but... Yeah, but he's he's had a few big hauls like the Liverpool game. But then he had, like, a golden three assists or something in that game. And he ended up with, like, 20 points. But he's, yeah, they, they, they do tie it up. He's, he's, doing, like, like he's got... Whoa, he's over 100 points. That is a bit surprising. But uh, they've had three... He's had a goal this weekend. Didn't he have an assist and a double game week last week? So that's, like, 15 points or something right there. No, you got two against City and six against Newcastle. Oh, including this week. Yeah, exactly. He's like 15 points. Yeah, yeah, no, he's had one, two, three, four, four double-digit hauls this season. Six goals, ten assists in the FPL. So, um, yeah, I I played it a bit safe and he scored this week. It had been a while. It had been uh, one, two, three, four, yeah, it had been about eight games since his last goal. Um, Mm. But came good this week. He was phenomenal as well could have had more did you watch the Villa and uh, uh, Burnley match Boom. dude no I, I missed it I looked like a cracker though um, it was 1-0 it was. and I was there Jared's going to get like 12 points for target now so I was really surprised to see Burnley got 3 goals what can you tell me about it um, I'm a bit behind I must admit the one week I don't want to be behind the <laughs> episode but it's just the way per- my personal circumstances have been this week Oh, um, for fuck! I've really only seen the United. Yeah, game. well, I mean, as a United that's fan, it. that's all you need to see: tunnel vision, the Reds. I mean, to be honest, with you, it's the opposite. That was the one game you didn't want to see this year. No, just, that was depressing. Yeah, that was super depressing. But look, it was going to come. Um, just like the two red arrows I got. In general, what could I say about it? I thought it was yeah, it was a fantastic game. Grealish nearly scored uh, a goal of the season. Um, basically took on the entire Burnley team uh, from inside his own half. Got into the box, little bit off balance, shot saved by Pope. But um, you were watching it going, oh Jesus, he he's going all the way here, and uh, no, he he. Oh Manny, yeah. Manny, sorry to interrupt you to score there. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, there's also a bit. Was he onside? It looks like we'll just. Uh, I just want to see here because. Uh... Oh no, he would have been offside in the build up anyway. He was onside for the pass, but he would have been offside. For the... Okay, sorry. No. Go ahead. There's going to be a bit of this now that tonight, a small bit of interrupting people, just purely because there's action going on in the middle. That's of That's why we're doing it. That's why we're doing the match uh, watch along thing. This is something a little bit different. I hope it translates. I haven't decided fully like what way this will work out into um, into the audio format because I don't want to let any of our podcast listeners down, um, especially not at uh, you know for YouTube. Um, I don't think it'd be too fair. So this might not translate too well into the audio format. I'll have a listen to this once it's all said and done. And maybe I can, uh, you know, tidy it up a bit. Uh, take out bits and bobs. Like the start when I just started screaming. Uh, oh, son has scored straight away. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have a fucking intro worked out. Or that would have all gone to pot straight away. Yeah. Um, just a few more comments in the, the online section there. Just while we have a bit of time there. Uh, by the way, Thiago's just got booked for a lunch uh, there. Um, yeah, so yeah, we we'll probably have a look at your team in a while. Maybe if we get a chance, it's just at the minute, just too much to get through. But uh, Rossi, I feel Rossi is back and he has said he's going for three up front uh, with Antonio, Watkins and Bamford. I think I prefer that than, uh, going, um, than going for a heavy hitter like Kane plus two, six million defenders. That... Uh, that seems like too much money tied up. I go one heavy hitter, one premium, and Brewster, or three cheapies like that. And uh, Nuki Rabs also asked, does he think Zuma... What do you think of this? Zuma to Dina. Is that a good move, or should he go for another defender? Well, Zuma didn't get any, didn't get in the starting lineup last <laughs> night, did he? 
that was the thing that was going to be interesting when uh, Tuchel came in. Would he resume, bring Zuma back into the team? It was really strange to see Zuma dropped Tuchel, all of a sudden. I think it's, um, but I he's think on it's the bench. Tuchel. He's German. Oh, he's not yeah, French. But, uh, or Tommy Tuckle, as the second but, captain yeah. lads called him today, which I quite enjoyed. <laughs> Tommy Tuckle. Tuckle. The Tuckle brothers. The Tuckle brothers. But um, yeah, I think Zuma to Dina is a really good move. Like, I don't have the, uh, that kind of money in my defense outside of, like, you can see my team actually. It's Stones, Justin, Target, Kufal, and Mitchell. So, very little money in my defense. Um, but I think Dina, when you look at Everton's upcoming fixtures, um, if I can just pull them up on the screen, they're right there. If you look at Everton's upcoming fixtures, Newcastle at home, Leeds away, Man United away, Fulham at home in the next four. And I think they're scheduled for a few doubles as well. Um, you'll have to look up Ben Krellen to get uh, solid info and all that. But in terms of, like, I would be looking at Dina personally. Like, I think if you have the cash there and you're not looking at, you know, switching uh, premiums or whatnot, I think Dina could be a great shout. Like, I was looking at DCL yeah. specifically because Dina was back. What's he got, like? What price is, what price is Dina? I, he asked us about this a few weeks ago, um, about John Stones, and we dissuaded him from it. And the very next day, the very next game, Stones was dropped, and we were kind of crowing, like, yeah, yeah, we knew he was a trap, blah, blah, blah. Since then, Stones has done unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, when he was resumed to the team the following week after that again, it was like, okay. And then he played again. Like, it's just clean sheets, clean sheets, clean sheets. Then he got that massive 27-pointer in the double game week, still keeping his place. So if I was in his position now, I wouldn't be looking too much at Zuma. It has to be a second city defender. You know, he's only got one city player in his team. So if you could afford it, I'd go Cancelo. If not, Stones. question wasn't uh, I would who would you replace, James. It was Zuma to Dina. Okay, this is classic. Yeah, that's that's not a bad fucking move. god syndrome with you. I will tell you the right move. No, I won't have it. Not on our special day. Jer, I do not have a god complex. <laughs> I Says am your god. man with all the jigsaws in the background. You just like doing building jigsaws so you can feel like you've created a universe. Just feeding into that complex of yours. Just so I can destroy it and uh, drop Start the it all over again. Say, let the pieces lay as they fall. Let, them, let it rain. But uh, let's get back on track with game week 20 a little bit. Uh, there's nothing mad in the Spurs and Pool game. It's still nil-nil. Um, we do have 10 people watching this right now, which is uh, a lot more than I thought we'd, def- we'd have at all. Uh, so a big, uh, <laughs> a big appreciation to all of that. But um, looking uh, back at game week uh, 20. All the numbers, man. They're all fucking jumbled up in my head. Uh, we talked about the Crystal Palace, West Ham, Suchek, Antonio returns. Um, Zaha picking up uh, another goal. He's also, I think he's fifth in the, he's just under Grealish in the top midfielders. So, um, yeah. you know, another kind of a turn up for the books. Like we did top of the season, we, we mentioned, you know, potent, potential different kind of differentials and maybe you know have we missed him him getting reclassified into midfield it was it was always going to catch the eye but he now has nine goals and three assists uh he's also missed a few like he's he's missed three matches do you know so uh yeah, yeah nine goals three assists like you got to be thinking about that like that's why i benched kufal this week you know There's- the place well, I was worried that Crystal Palace, not the place I don't have that. I wish I did, but uh, was I was just kind of thinking, do you know what? Crystal Palace just got hammered, didn't they, against City the week beforehand? So they were gonna, 
they were going to want to you know kind of get a result and um uh, yeah i think he's he's kind of on fire and uh, yeah nine goals James. seven point what what price is that 7.2 million 14% owned really nice fixtures for crystal palace coming up as well have they have you any thing to say in his favor uh, look, he's a brilliant player. I actually can't believe we are not talking about mm. him more because in seasons past, he was a great player to have. You know, he'd rack up points depending on where he's playing. If you recall, he was classified as a striker, but he played midfield all last season. Now, this season, I'm actually going into um, the members area of the Fancy Football Scout mm. so I can just check his average position. Uh, so bear with me while I'm looking at this because he has been... Um, where is it? Player stats. Where am I looking? Here we go. Um you know, he has been playing center forward, and I want to see if he's still playing there because I just haven't been watching Crystal Palace at all recently. But yeah, I mean, there's just so many options in there. He could be a good option to replace, um, to, to replace Bruno, uh, not Bruno, <laughs> to replace Kevin. Uh, yeah, I mean, like so. looking at Crystal Palace's fixtures, they've got Wolves up next at home. They've Newcastle, Leeds, Burnley, and Brighton all in the next five matches. They're all like that's a sea of blue. You know, that's a nice little run of fixtures. Yeah. Um, I don't, I know like Steve, a uh, friend of ours, Steve Soros Rex, he transferred out Zaha. I think it was this week or it was last week. Uh, I think it was this week though because he scored. And um, I was just thinking to myself, I was like, hmm, that's a brave man to transfer him out with that upcoming run. I mean, you got to be looking at Newcastle and Leeds. I know they're both away matches, but they're both absolutely shocking defensively. Yeah, he is. He is uh, looking at his heat map. He is basically playing further back as a left winger again um, the last few weeks, which since they've got like Ayu, Batshuayi, and they've got um, still got Benteke and stuff like that, it's not too surprising that he's back there. But yeah, look, Wolves at home, Newcastle away, one of the best fixtures of the season. Leeds can't keep their back door closed at all. Burnley at home, Brighton away, yeah. Very important um, question. If Steve sold him last week just gone, then that probably seems like a... a bit of a mistake or at least a bad time to sell very important question in the chat this week uh, or right there Seamus FPL Rossi (laughs) is inquiring what's the beer of choice this week so Rossi for me it is I'm back to the 8 degrees brewing I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago Uh, basically they had they're the only decent craft beers that are down in the local topaz I'm not close to an off license so I've been picking these up there's a bunch of different flavors I have I'll throw up another one this is the one just about to open. I should be getting sponsored for this. Uh, but yeah, Full Irish is the next one. I really like that one. Uh, single malt, 6%. Uh, just finished this um, Passion Fruit and Leech. Is that pronounced Leche or Leachy? Or how is that said, Seamus? I think it's pronounced Two Shell. <laughs> Or two kill, I think you said. Was that- <laughs> Very good. Very good, sir. So that's my uh, my beer of choice tonight, Rossi. What are you drinking? Let us know. Um, if you're drinking. Uh, Seamus, you're also having a few scoops. What are you enjoying? Um, I'm having a Peroni right now. Peroni. Um, and I have another Tiger beer waiting there. And my good wife, who's just come in the door downstairs, should hopefully have a few more beers for me because... I ended up consuming a few extra beers last night while watching the United game. She games doesn't have a few beers for Seamus. Because fucking drink. Back at a hand. And I make back at a hand. Yeah, yeah. She's heavily yeah, pregnant. She can't run anywhere. Yeah, if she swings at me, she's got so much weight at the moment, she'll probably knock me out. So I'll probably avoid <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you're fucking shattered. Imagine... Oh, I'm not even going into it. This is live as well, so I can't cut anything that I might say uh, uh, in in error. But uh, yeah, so that's what I'm drinking tonight, Rossi. Um, 
and you were drinking Peroni. I had a guy and a, a friend, a boyfriend of a friend of mine, uh, who was who basically lost his shit. I bought some Peroni. He's an Italian, so sorry to set it up. He's an Italian. I bought some Peroni, thinking I was buying him the nice beer. Um, you know, I, I didn't want to. He was a guest. I didn't want to, you know, upset him. I was like, here you go. Here's some Peroni. And he looked at me as if I had two fucking heads. He he makes his own beer, so he's a craft beer nut, and. Uh, Sure, you're never sure. I'll just stop you right there. You're never going to impress somebody like that with any beer. You could get the most obscure Irish craft beer ever, and you'd be like, "You didn't make this beer yourself." Oh, I could, I could go on further. I will actually fuck it because if there's people listening, they'll like this. This is how. So listen to this, Seamus. Right? He was. He's a big fan of making his own beer. Guess what his favorite ingredient was, or what he was at least attempting to get done at that time? Vagina yeast. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what okay. I was like. Are you fuck? What? Do, how do you even do that? I don't even want to know. Do I? Mm. Well, like I guess you get a wound with a yeast infection. See, I don't think you can do it with a yeast infection. My... I think I, I, I don't know. I didn't inquire because I was. Oh, that is that yeah. is horrible. Why this this pot is taking a dark tone? Dark tone. I, I don't know um, if it's dark. Yeah, why would you want to flavor your beer? I don't know that? what the f- I don't That's know what it would terrible. do. Maybe it gives it a nice happy taste, it's a taste of salmon off it. But uh, <laughs> I don't fucking know. But either way, that stuck with yeah. me, and so since then I haven't uh, I haven't bought Peroni. He was also saying it's got mice in it. It's got mice in it, and I was like, what are you talking about? It's got mice in it. He was trying to say maize, because apparently good beer doesn't have that. But I, as if I'm gonna fucking know. Uh, we've got Steve yeah. in the chat. Uh, FBL Ross is a big fan. He's figured it out. I've been he's been messaging. He's been messaging saying I can't find the chat. How do I find the chat? I'm like, dude, just like figure it out. <laughs> We're kind of busy here. What are you? Let us know what course, you're drinking. Uh, yeah, good to let see. Let us know what you're drinking, Steve. FBL Rossi says he's a big fan of the Kinniger Range. I don't know if he is if he's making a subtle little reference to my my turn my good luck last week when uh, I happened to win the Irish manager of the month in the Fancy Kings League. And, uh, yeah, boom. There's the, there's a bunch of Kinniger for you, uh, Rossi. I would... Any left? No, I'm not fucking left. I barely met it to last week's uh, episode with it. I would heavily recommend, I said it in last week's episode, and I'll say it again, that Thumper one uh, was delicious. Uh, like if, if it wasn't the situation at the moment, I'd have easily walked in to get uh, some more of that. But yeah, let us know what you're drinking at home. And uh, yeah, give us a like and a subscribe if you're still here. There's 11 people and 5 likes. So I know 5 of you haven't liked this. I will find ye. But um, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, what's, the, what's the crack in the Spurs match, Seamus? What have I missed? Um, so what we've missed is Kane was down for quite a while. Looked like he might be injured. Um, but he has got back up. Um, Son looked like he was quite true on goal. Allison has come out, caught the ball. Looked like he was might have been outside the outside the box. Um, but uh, Son's protests uh, were fell on deaf ears. And then Mane was true on goal a second ago, uh, but uh, just had the ball nicked away from him just in time. It looked like it was going to be uh, a goal right there, but no. Anyway, I don't really care. The only one I want to score is uh, Salah, not Mane. Mane can just do one because. Yeah. <laughs> I've trusted him with the armband twice this year, and he's uh, he's done nothing. This is me. looking like a great game. Three times, I'll be honest. With you. Like I've only obviously got one eye on this because of the everything. Yeah. But um, this is looking like a very, very, very entertaining game. There's no uh, what you know if I'm talking through my holder and I'm just seeing the highlights. But uh, nuclear has 
Son is looking the most threatening of uh, of the. Um, although Kane has got a good. No, Kane's had a striking goal there from distance, as you'd expect. It was saved. But uh, yeah, Son is the guy who looks like close to breaking the deadlock for Spurs, and Mane has definitely been more threatening uh, as of. You know, he has been the last few weeks because Salah. As I say, it is true and goal. No, but how comes uh, Lloris? Ken, um, Ken is in agreement with me in the chat. He thinks Saha could be a strong midfielder option with fixtures turning for him. Uh, I'm glad someone is on my side, Seamus. And uh, Nuclear, yeah. uh, he's basically said it's still Palace. The tactics are dull, and I think Madison, Barnes, and Tielemans are doing better than him. Now, I agree um, in, in some strength, in some sense. I worry about Leicester with Vardy missing. It's as simple as that. I think they're not at full strength without him. Um, even though the prick blanked for me in in the double game week 19. But um, I do think they're a little bit... Uh, but they've been playing well. I didn't actually watch the Leicester match last night. I was watching the United match. Steve has said that the Liverpool possession spurs danger on the attack. A big surprise, but it's a good game. And the offside goal was so, so close. Yeah, if you missed you missed the start of the stream, Steve. That's how we opened up. We opened up with Sun scoring, and uh, it was quickly ruled off. But, uh, yeah, uh, all is going well. Every, is the sound okay? If you guys yeah. let me know. Is the sound okay in the chat? Um, blah, blah, blah. Since you were doing a watch-along type yeah, of more... why not play a drinking game? To tell you the truth, Nuclear, I did think about that today. Uh, I was thinking, what can we do to make this more interesting. Um, and I just didn't have time to prep in terms of drinking games and a bit of crack. Like, this is going to be two hours for people to stick with us and whatnot. Like, I wanted to entertain them a bit, but there's just so much stuff going on that I really don't really, you know, I really don't, I didn't expect it to go as kind of smoothly as it's going right now. Um, but this one... Yeah, we were meant to have a lot more technical issues by now. We're supposed we? to. I'm sure ten, 10 minutes into it now, some, your fucking camera will go off or my mic will blow up. But um, I this won't be our last stream, uh, last live stream, I don't think. I quite enjoy it. Um, it's nice getting to talk to you fine folks. It sounds great, thank fuck. Um, I, I, it's nice getting to chat to you guys live and getting people to, to get in, you know get in there and kind of see what what's happening at the moment because you know yourself like you listen you listen to a lot of fpl pods i listen to a lot of fpl pods and i mightn't listen to them till like the day of the deadline where i'm not necessarily listening to them for advice i'm just i like the guys i like to hear what they're doing or how they got on the week before uh so i listen to you know clean the house that day that doesn't it's not really conducive to a community atmosphere and i think if we were to be criticized for one thing on this podcast on this podcast and there's plenty you could criticize us but i think the main thing for me is that we just don't we don't have a massive drive to build a community which uh which is a bit of a you know a bit of a downside yeah yeah i, I know what you mean you're you're dead right it's not our priority here but it's just laziness. Um, yeah it's been really enjoyable so far it's good yeah well look it's good to answer questions in real time um as I said, we normally get the few questions, pick them out and, and go through. But we got them in real time. Um, just a bit more on uh, Spurs watch. Um, Ndombele is really turning on the, the flair here the last few minutes. He's done a few really nice turns, picked out some nice passes. So Spurs are getting a bit more control in the midfield when uh, when they get him the ball. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really good. Like Steve was saying, it's uh, pretty end-to-end Spurs. Um, I mean, Liverpool have looked kind of better or more attacking but Spurs like you would expect really good on the uh, on the counter attack I uh, I think if Spurs do anything Ndombele would be the guy to unlock the uh, unlock it for them 
and Son is looking the most likely to score because they're trying to do that thing where they just break. Nothing surprising from Jose. There. No, but why would you? Uh, why would you change that? You know, like that's that's their like no. you saw how well it worked out for United uh, at the in the FA Cup. Big win. Uh, we didn't get to brag about that, but you know, after last night's performance, I don't know if uh, we'd really want to be bragging too much about United. Dude, I missed it. I actually <laughs> missed it. That was uh, that was moving day here, and like it was definitely one of the most stressful days of my life. So, have so the keys, <laughs> I, have the keys I, I been handed back? Keys have been handed back. Everything's in here. That's why there's like things piled up behind me. As you can see, it's a new room. Um, so I'm I, I'm not doing the uh, the uh, what's called it virtual background like I have. You want to show um, it off? You more show it? I think you there. need to get a couple of um, a couple of soundproof uh, soundproof boards for your background there. Maybe a nice some mood lighting, and then you'll be you'll be as as good as all the cool kids, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to uh, go back through some of the comments there and uh, let's have a look. Ken Corbley uh, just has backed, this has gone back a bit, but I meant to mention it at the time, but uh, we were talking about something else. Um, he's backed the um, DCL as a forgotten man here and he's saying that Dina will prosper as a result, basically. And uh, I wouldn't disagree with him because that's the one thing that Calvert-Lewin is good at. It's headers and that's what Dina is good at deliveries. I believe, just pull it up here real quick if I can, doesn't Dina have some ridiculous or like statistics? Like he has like six assists, but he's only started like ten games this season or something like that. Um, I'm just gonna pull it up here. Yeah, he's got six assists. He's played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. Six assists in ten games. Now there's no clean sheets there. Unfortunately, he's got one clean sheet. Um, but yeah, like maybe we should be considering him. What's his fixtures? Did you say Newcastle at home? That's a clean sheet. You'll probably score. Who are we talking about again here? Sorry, I got distracted yeah. opening my beer. Dean, yeah, yeah. Dean. You mentioned him a while ago as well. Yeah. Uh yeah, so Everton's fixtures, I have him up there in front. Yeah, boom. Uh Newcastle leads United and Fulham. Um yeah, I think they're great. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I think you got, everyone should be looking at those Leeds matches, thinking there's goals to be had in this, and I'm sure most are. And we know what Newcastle are like. Man United, Everton have scored against them. Already this year, two, two was that no, that was four one. I think the uh, that was Calvert Lewin's assist in that. So we already know, you know, United are very capable of conceding. And uh, I'd actually of those five matches, Liverpool, Man United, Fulham, Leeds, and Newcastle, I'd be most uh, surprised if they scored against Fulham. Fulham are looking tight lately. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. Leeds, we know they like to attack, so I can't imagine a clean sheet there. But um, they can't defend, pretty much. So uh, the only time they defend is when they play absolutely awful teams. So Leeds will concede against Everton. Um, and Dean has a, you know, did he play that? I didn't. I saw the lineups and line score, but I didn't watch the game. Did he actually play left wing in the last oh, game? Oh, I didn't know. I was watching um, the United match as well. So. Um... Yeah, let's check that right now. I'm going to pull up the player profile to While check that out. While you do it, I'll but, pour uh, a seductively pour into this. Oh, there you go. Have that eight degrees brewing into a Kinniger glass as well. That's for you, Rossi. He made a good point as well. He was saying that we chose the right game um, between this. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't stream during the United. We didn't do the United match last night because uh, fucking hell, that would have been depressing. Imagine the two of us just sitting there. Yeah. Moping. Uh... 
That would have been a low energy game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, yeah, he, Lucas Dean, his average heat map in the last game was basically level with the uh, opponent's 18-yard uh, box. Uh, if you look at it there, so he basically played left wing last game. So that's it. Like that's a game changer. Now his XG was shite. Um, his XA wasn't great in that game, but we know what he can do. And if he's playing higher up the pitch, that's of better interest to me as a fancy manager for six million. Still quite pricey. Um, and as the nuclear Adam said, he can still afford to get Dean and change uh, and get who's he say he could get? I'm just gonna put it up here. He said Stones. he can get do, 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 do. Stones in for somebody else. So he can still do the two. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, that gets my seal of approval there. Any other questions we have an answer? He's also asking which player is better to get for the double game week. Could take in for that's going to happen in game week twenty six. Gundogan or Grealish? I haven't looked that far ahead. Uh, I haven't had the time. Do you know? Have you are you familiar, Jer, with the game week twenty six potential game week double twenty six double I'm game not, week? I'm not. You know, to Ben Crenn's I've been sheets. looking at him, but like, there's so much. Like, I've I look I've looked at his recent tweets. I I've read about like potential Spurs were potentially like doubling up as well, uh, and I just there it's a bit in the air. And you know yourself, like for me, to a red arrow this week, uh, most likely unless. Harry Kane pulls something out of his ass here. But uh, Red Arrow this week and a Red Arrow last week meant that I was essentially... Um, like What I like to do for my mental health when I'm having a bad week is just step away as much as I can. Like um, Not completely because I, I don't need that. I'm not that affected by it. But step away. Don't think about it too much. So over the last two weeks, I was not thinking about you know the double game week. Like I still have my, wild, my second wild card, obviously bench boost, um, triple captain. So, I mean, there's a lot of thinking to be done. It's not just as simple as, uh, you know, I'm not going to be planning ahead right now. I think that's the thing. But, I mean, like, it can all change in the at the drop of a hat. That We saw that with KDB and Vardy getting injured last week. You know, two of them out, boom. All of a sudden, you've got 22, 23 million uh, worth of FPL uh, uh, value to be spending, which is going to completely change your team. Like, I wouldn't have Harry Kane right now if it wasn't for that, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you are, that's the that's what it's, um, that's what I would like to do with my money if I do sell De Bruyne, it would be to just change it up and go for an extra heavy hitter like in attack or Ooh. midfield. Um, I did... I did consider Sterling. What are you? What are you doing? Yeah, you'll see. You'll happening? see. I think it could be one nil to Liverpool. Okay, it's forty-seven twenty-two on my stream right now, and Lloris is taking a, you're, a long. You're a minute out. behind me, so you'll give it a minute. It is okay. currently, as I've already spoiled it for you. It is currently one nil to Liverpool. That won't impress Steve too yeah. much, as uh, Shania Twain would say. Would yeah. say. Let's um, let's see what's going to happen. If I was going to hazard a guess, I would say Mane because Mane look has been definitely by far the most threatening to score here. Can't be Bobby Firmino because Bobby Firmino can't score in a brothel. Uh, I would love him. Do you need to do a shot, so if that's the case? Because it's probably it's Bobby, Firmino. <laughs> Bobby Firmino. Set up by Mane, so you uh, weren't completely wrong. But um, uh, yeah. yeah, one nil. Please be offside. Well, actually, I don't really care if it's offside or not because Liverpool aren't going to win the title this year because they're rubbish. Yeah, now. they're shit. Uh, uh, oh yeah, great ball in from Matip to Ma to Mane, and oh, that is fucking awful defending. Be offside. I don't know. Look not? offside to me. I want Liverpool. Uh, but that'll give Spurs no. a kick What's in the air. Oh, Steve, That's fuck terrible. off. Twenty-two seconds over four minutes. Knew we needed halftime. He wasn't wrong. He did say it. FBL yeah. Rossi also saying he thinks DCL could be a good shout. So yeah, a lot of DCL love here. I think when when you look at those fixtures that I've called out already, it's hard to 
It's 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 not easy to argue with it, put it that way. Um, but yeah, looking at the rest of the game week twenty fixtures, we've discussed uh, the Crystal Palace West Ham. We've looked at Newcastle Leeds a little bit. Uh, good win for Leeds, but this you know disappointing for Bamford owners, as we mentioned already. Fifty nine minute sub, not so disappointing for Rafinha owners. He finally delivered on that, uh, you know, kind of double digit haul that we were thinking he might like he was kind of threatening for the last few weeks i think people were hoping there'd be more in that double game week that turned out not to be the case for leeds it was just a single and uh what a single it was one of the last to brighton but um yeah he's got three goals three assists now 5.4 million like that's the thing about suchek like we can sit here and you can we can have all the love for suchek and and rightly so um but there are options in and around that price gundigan Rafinha, you know what I mean? You can't be... Uh, you can't just write them all off. And you, I don't know if you can fill your team up with 5.5s either. Yeah, I mean, if you were to buy all these players who are in the best form right now, your team value would probably be 80 million. Like, it would just be nowhere near using your budget because the form players, uh, the, the big hitters, let's say, like Fernandez, Salah... Of course, since I've got him in, Salah has just blanked ever since. Like, that was always going to happen. And this is the reason I didn't have him this whole time, uh, that whole time, because I was like, I saw with my eye test, this is terrible. Literally, since I've had him, he's had two, three, two, three, one. I mean, you did make Seamus look like a fool there. You're damn right, Nuclear. Seamus made Seamus look like a fool. Yeah. But, like, for me, it was actually Dyer and Lloris, like, not going for the budget. Like, that, that was just a very easy goal to give away. Manny puts it into a good channel. They, What's a corridor of uncertainty, like they call it? But Larice didn't come out for it, and Dyer kind of seemed to stop, assuming something else would happen, and it just bounced through to Firmino, who tapped it in for me right now. Yeah. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. I would say, uh, yeah, Rafina. Going back to your Rafina point, um, excellent option. Has looked good anytime I've seen him. Can sometimes be quiet in games, but that's the nature of wingers. They can just they can be explosive or they can be quiet depending on the the game. Uh, and if I the people I've seen who have him. I don't have um, Suchek. Generally, you have had him or they've had Gundogan. So, if you could get them all There's in... There's another, another Leeds, uh, winger worth talking about, and that's equally uh, priced, Jack Harrison. He's got four goals, four assists. So, he's he's uh, one up on both of those uh, compared to Rafinha. Um, scored a peach uh, against... Newcastle, I loved his. I loved the second goal. That was great, um, and he's also someone I think you know is as equally like it's basically the opposite of Rafinha in the sense that uh, opposite side of the pitch. Um, in the sense, like he, it's that the way Leeds play. Like they just play so aggressively and uh, so quickly. Do they move the ball down the wings? That like if it's on the left, Harrison's as equal to as as likely to get some points as Rafinha. Um, pretty solid for minutes, 1990-60-90. He's got three goals yeah. in his last seven matches. Three goals and an assist in his last seven matches. Um, not bad for a 5.4 midfielder. No, that's Do you excellent. think that it's time to get off Bamford? And if we wanted to cover ourselves with a bit of leads, like you've got the likes of Harrison and Rafinha there for almost more than half a million cheaper. Ah, it depends when you got on Bamford. Was Bamford five point five at the start? He was, of the season? but I got on him at six. Yeah. So to me, he's a six minutes. Yeah, I got him on at something like six yeah. or six one. Yeah, but um, yeah, if you're like, I would say for six million, Bamford just keep him. Um, he hasn't. Yeah, he misses a lot of chances. 
he can be frustrating sometimes. You know, he went off 59 minute this week. But I think the fact he went off 59 minute this week means he's kind of got his bit of a rest. You I think, think that was a rest and game. not... Um... And not because he was his fault that they conceded. He's the one that conceded possession uh, really cheaply outside the box. Um, for Newcastle's equaliser, as infuriating as that was for a Mesley owner, Meslier owners such as myself, I don't know what was more infuriating: my striker giving the ball away or Meslier getting a, a touch uh, to the to the shot, which I thought was going to keep it out. It was a great dive, but no, nah, uh, just pushed it into the top of the net. So I mean. Like, if you're looking at the likes of Antonio, Seamus, and you want to keep Brewster, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to change your formation too much. You're happy to play 3-5-2 or 4-4-2, depending on the week. Like, would you advise getting rid of Bamford for the likes of Antonio? Is there much of a muchness there, or do you think we need to just keep our eye on the expected goals and whatnot? Antonio is the informed striker at the moment. Um, I'd I'd much prefer him to... uh, to Bamford, if I was going to be honest, I gotta pull up Bamford's uh, fixtures here. Let's have a look. View information. He's six point seven. While he's really gone up. Leicester away this week uh, be a tough one. Everton and Crystal Palace at home. Pfft. Thing with their home games is that pitch they have is awful. And then they've got two games in quick succession on a Wednesday and on a Saturday both at home. I don't think it's conducive to the way they play football. Uh, you know when they play at home on that that pitch at the minute. They've relayed the pitch. You could make They've a relayed strong the argument. And they did. They relayed it a couple of weeks back. Um, it was spo- supposed to be done a couple of months ago, but or a couple of seasons ago, I think. But they relayed it a couple of weeks back, and they have a couple of way of away matches coming up. So uh, that should I think that had, should yeah, sort it out. They've had their away matches now. I no, think, no, they still that have was away, a. Or I'm probably wrong here now. Uh, well, they've had three of their last four have been away, and they have another away game. But then yeah, it's double. So home. I think they have another week ah. or two. Yeah, another week to. To let the turf settle a bit, so that has been relayed, but it was a valid point. Like I think we all watched that Brighton match and thought, well, "What have we gone back to nineteen fucking seventy five or something?" Yeah. So was it after that game they yeah. relayed the pitch? Because if it was before no. that, then the new pitch is just as bad. <laughs> um, that was the worst. Yeah, play. I just yeah. I'm a- <laughs> I'm a bit concerned about, but it comes down to how well you lay a pitch. You can put down brand new turf, but if it's not done yeah, well, yeah, we saw what happened Wembley uh, a couple of years ago. Um, you remember they relayed Wembley, and yeah. that got ripped up straight away. That's that's exactly what I was thinking of when I was saying this. So, yeah, it, it kind of, but uh, maybe if they've got a new pitch in time, probably. But uh, yeah, they they do score goals. And Steve asked there a while ago in the chat, what about Ndombele as a pick? He's under six million. He's five point nine. It says three goals in two games. Is he an option? I mean, maybe if you're like, did he score in the cup or something like that? Because he has scored three goals in two games. Yeah, I think there was a bit of action in the cup. Um, I'll be honest with you, not for me. Like, I yeah. wouldn't be touching in Dambay. No. Uh, just because, uh, I'm trying to get him up here, but just because, you know, you've got Sun. Spurs don't, score, they don't score enough. I mean, like, if they're scoring, it's coming through Sun or Kane, like, what, 75% of the time, one of them's involved. Um, pricey, but I think like considering the the battle for midfield positions at the moment, I don't, I wouldn't be looking too closely at it. In the I think you've got your Spurs glasses on there a tiny bit, Steve. I mean, like let's yeah. be like I don't mean to be too mean. Like he has been fucking, uh, you know, flying it. We're there promoting Harrison and. Rafinha, and he's only 3.3 million dearer. He's got three goals, one assist, and a, a whole lot less playing time. So, I mean, if he does nail down the starting yeah. position and pick up a couple of more attacking returns, we could be sitting here going, you know, you made us look like a fool. Yeah, Le- Leeds play... 
those Leeds players play in a team that just score a whole lot more goals. Spurs, um, you know, expected goals or goals for this season. That column is highly inflated by that United game and that Spurs, uh, that Southampton game. Take those two games out of it. I know, yeah, you, you know, but take those two games out of it and it's just, they haven't, they're scoring one, two goals a game. Leeds could score four or five in a game. So I want one of those Leeds midfielders for a cheaper price like Rafina, or I'd want Gundogan. You know, I, I don't think you can justify, going, maybe it'll work out, but I, I can't see it. Kane and Son get the goals there, so don't. I can't see Dembele or Ndombele ending up with like eight or nine goals this season. He'll get. He's on two or three. He's on three or something like that, is he? So I expect him to finish on about five, maybe yeah. six. Well, you touched on. Um, you touched on the city there, Gundogan. Um, they put five past West Brom. I think it was four nil in the first half, and. Uh, it, like who didn't get attacking returns in that? That was the question. I'll tell you who didn't get attacking returns. Fucking Jesus didn't get attacking returns. It is Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, didn't get attacking like, returns. But like Gundogan, two goals. Mares goal assist. Sterling goal assist. Cancelo goal assist. Clean sheet. And even Bernardo Silva got an assist in that match. Uh, everyone that was touted for that fucking game. That was. I knew I was taking a risk not going into that match with City. With much other than John Stones, um, but I was thinking, mm. you know what, one-one, uh, not so long ago. I think it was at the Etihad. It was one-one. I was going, okay, maybe we've seen a lot of one-nil cities this year. Two ones, you know, they just they score the goal, keep it really, really tight, and uh, see the game out. You know, not the case. <laughs> I couldn't have been more wrong if I wanted to be. It's it's changed, dude. It's changed in the last uh, last three or four weeks it's just that's not how it's going um okay maybe three weeks because four weeks ago was brighton one nil but um yeah the week before that chelsea they beat them three one ever since that chelsea game they've looked a different side and it's special but they look so good defensively that i think i did the same as you did this week but i did it in the double game week kind of just hoping that man city wouldn't absolutely bend me over they bent me over i ended up getting a green arrow a red arrow that week um because i was uh I didn't want to be taking too many unnecessary hits. I should have just done the moves I wanted to make, taken the minus eight, got a couple of city defenders in. Didn't want to be selling Robertson. I couldn't be arsed with Robertson now. City defenders are the way to go. Redistribute the funds then, release that elsewhere. Yeah, you know, you got to have city. They're top of the league. Top of the league, you know? having a laugh. Yeah, no. With the game. top of the league. And I think, like, we called it at the start of the season. Uh, I've figured city for favourites, and I think right now. That seems to be the uh, the common, uh, you know, the whatever it's called, the consensus, as you know, as a fancy man might say. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, going forward, you're still pretty convinced in Gundogan, and can you know, based on his stats, why wouldn't you be? I think um, Mares. I know there was you know a couple of people taking a punt on him. I thought. Like he for me it's you know, it's it's a no go. Like I don't wanna be looking. I think Maris has kinda of stung a lot of people even this season. Like he's been doing it for two or three years, but you know, he he had his hat trick this year, rested straight after it. He's got a goal and assist now, so probably rested in the next match. Do you know, like um Sterling came good. Uh didn't do it in the blank game week fucking eighteen, but he did it this week. Goal and assist. Um so that'll have uh <laughs> That will have you know pleased his owners. I'm looking at you, renegades. But uh, City's fixtures, two nice ones. Twenty one Sheffield United at home, and then Burnley away. We saw what they've done to Burnley uh, at the Etihad already this season. Five nil, smashed them. 
Um, and we saw Gre- or Grealish is like, we saw Villa put two past Burnley last night. I don't think Burnley have enough to keep the likes of City out. Uh, even on their best, it's it's always going to be it's going to no. be a struggle. And then after those two nice nice ones, it does kind of turn a bit rough though for City. Like Liverpool, Spurs, Arsenal, Man United in the next four. That's not something you want uh, a lot of money invested in or triple defense. No, but I mean Liverpool at the minute have been very poor. Yeah, one up against Spurs though. At home they've still been good. <laughs> yeah, uh, but at home they've been very good away, and like they're away to Spurs. That's why Steve has asked here, like, what's our prediction on the on the game here? Well, we'll get your thoughts on that in a moment, okay? Um, but yeah, uh, I still see them being able to more than beat Liverpool this uh, this this season. When is that being played? Seventh of February. Oh, my birthday. Um, so what did you say your pin code was? Van Dijk again? be back. Van Dijk was back. <laughs> and my mother's maiden name is yeah no the yeah that's uh, probably not enough time for Van Dyke to be back that's only like two weeks away so um, I imagine they're still going to go into it with a shoddy defence and uh, they haven't looked at it they've looked pretty good today but Spurs just do that to the bigger teams they say you go ahead and play and we'll just try and catch you on the counter attack and it's nearly worked they've nearly been in a couple of times um, but Liverpool have probably deserved their lead I watched the replay of that goal again and it was absolutely shit from Dyer like he just he, he looks back, he sees where Fabinho's making the run, and he still lets him go in and actually uh, get past him and tap it in. It's stupid. So I think they'll they'll have joy against. Uh, I guess. So give us a, a score. Um, give us a score. Predicting for yeah. which game? This game tonight. Um, I think for Spurs to win, they need to score first. So now that Liverpool have scored first, I think it's going to be yeah. Liverpool we've win. got. To- Sorry, uh, I'm going to say. Two nil Liverpool. I'm going to go just to be awkward. Two one comeback. Spurs. Just Harry Kane. Two goals. Boom. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going to be crossing my fingers fingers for. We've got Tom Moriarty in the chat. Great to chat you again, Tom. He's saying Robbo's on his last chance tonight. He's not doing well on the eye test so far. Now I don't know if he means uh, specifically in this game because I've only got one eye on it. Or overall, I think overall I definitely agree with you. I think um, Liverpool aren't doing well on the eye test at all. Um, and for seven million, with City, you know, basically being the new uh, Liverpool in regards to Cancelo being just essentially a midfielder, you know, uh, he's uh, it's it's tough to hold on to him. I got rid of him two weeks ago, Seamus. You got rid of him this week, so that kind of says all, you know, exactly what we're thinking, no? Yeah, just better options out there. That's what it is. There's. Uh... And, and it's the same reason when I'm asked by one of the other guys, Nuclear Adams or something like that, what about this guy? The first, I go, yeah, that's a good move, but it's not the first move I think of. I'm already thinking of, that's a good move, but what are the options that you're, what's the opportunity cost of getting this player in? It means you're not getting another player in who you don't have in your team, who I think is more essential. Harry and, Kane, I think, has been taken yeah, off, Seamus. According not, to Steve in the chat, he's saying, no! So... Oh yes, number ten has come off. Yeah, Harry Kane is off. Lamella is on. I'm Arie having is off. the is fucking on. worst luck in the last two or three weeks since Sterling's <laughs> penalty miss. It's just gone tits up for me. It's like I'm not even making draft. Sterling's yeah. Why? Oh, because I free hitted Sterling in that week that he missed a penalty. Oh yes, that was and the that was the start yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, then yeah. all of a sudden, Meslier got fucking COVID, so I was playing with ten players. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne getting yeah. injured, Vardy getting injured. You know, there was just, it's non-stop. Salah's here in the, in the middle of the box. Oh, he's hit a shot over the bar. 
But um, yeah, I'm having horrendous luck the last two or three weeks. I just can't catch a break. Just two weeks. Just two weeks. Would you stop? You got 96 I wrote down. I wrote week, it down. I'm not going to be able to find it now, I know. But I wrote down all the bad luck I've been having. Um, just specifically. Is this? What? Sure. I guess this is sounding very like Rafa Benitez's list of facts right now. <laughs> facts. <laughs> All your game week ranks in the like, okay, whatever about this week, but the game week rank last week and the week before, um, they were both like 1.17 and 1.2 million. Um, you're like 82k starting off this week. Would you fucking relax? <laughs> yeah, well, no, I was, I'm, uh, well, yeah, okay, fine. No, I know I will relax. And I think, as I said to the, oh! I think Trent has just scored. It's 2-0, I believe. Uh, obviously, it's tough to celebrate these days with VAR, but uh, it could be 2-0. Trent has so. scored. Um, but, uh, like... Yeah, Trent is a, is somebody who will have a lot of interest in this game. Is he back? Did he score a free I kick? I only just saw the ball in the back, and I don't think it was a free kick. Uh, I'll let that play through for a second or so there. But uh, while I do, um, yeah, Keane's uh, back in the chat. He's asked, uh, better worth the investment, Dina or DCL? Um, to be honest with you, Keane, we chatted about it there. It it, it, it kind of depends on your structure, doesn't it? Um, like, what are you willing to do? Oh, spilled by the keeper, back of the net, Trent. Um, it depends on your structure. I For me, it's DCL, because I think 6 million of a defender is going to go straight to City at this stage. Um, but I do think Dini's a great shout, um, especially if you're kind of maybe playing, trying to zag when everyone else is zigging. I uh, definitely would be uh, okay with with Dina. But I think DCL is a bit of a cheeky one right now. Um, a lot of people have come off him since, you know, his incredible run of form and everything's fixtures are just turning absolutely delightful. So, uh, like, as I've mentioned already, I'll nearly be able to say it off by road. Newcastle leads in the next two. Like, you gotta, you gotta say, uh, hope there's a few goals in that there. Mourinho's not a happy man, Seamus. Yeah, it was bad. Um, it was poorly pushed out by Lloris. I'm not even sure he needed to. It feels like he could have caught that. If he's going to push it out, push it out further. Um, yeah, but a good, like, great, um, great strike by, yeah, that's bad from Lloris. Spurs just they're not they're not at their best. They're just not clinical. They're they're playing at eighty percent for some reason, and Liverpool are punishing them. So that is going to be a really interesting one from an FPL perspective because if we all thought that Trent was getting some sort of uh, confidence back because he's looked shot of confidence recently, but if he started getting some sort of confidence back and got back to the player we know from the last two seasons, yeah, there's a game changer. Like we all said at the start of the season, first player in our in our team. Yeah. Um, haven't seen any of that this year, but you know, goals bring confidence. So let's see how uh, how he kicks on from here. And if if he thought if you thought he was playing well, you could just pivot from uh, Robertson yeah, to um, Trent. To that, maybe, um, but he kind of like, for me. I think Liverpool's uh, lack of oh, it's two one, it's two one. How did I miss that? I need to refresh you my. Uh, it's two one. Like, I think Heiberg has just stuck it in the back of the net. Uh, Steve is saying back in the game what a fucking strike get in ass ass I don't know what that means <laughs> I'm just happy that um, Kane is up because in my um, I'm playing the, oh I'm oh, devastated yeah. and it's an assist for Mario oh that's a great goal yeah I'm that's devastated that Kane is up another um, one of my moves not uh, not paying dividends oh he must be out for a while so after taking him off at half time that's not a that's not a little knock I don't think he plays for that shit. I, I said there about the 30 minute mark he kind of got a, a bang on the ankle and he Look, he was down for quite a while. That is some strike by Heiberg. He's been some yeah, sign of Spurs. 
Uh, he's not he's not doing this like this is not what he's in the team for to get these kind of goals. But he's fucking tenacious and he really drives the team on and he executes his goal really well. That's a clean the strike as you'll see. No chance for Allison. Yeah. I think we're set up for a grandstand finish um, here. I know there's still 40 minutes left, yeah. but uh, as Keen mentions in the chat, Henderson and uh, and fuckface at centre back, Phillips at centre back. That's that's just basically asking for Spurs to attack them. You know. Um, I saw um, I saw what's his face come on um, Phillips I didn't see who for was it for Matip so I mean is his injuries uh, his injury problems uh, I'm persisting? keeping the show on the road Seamus I, I do not know the ins and outs right now I'm sorry but lads in the no lads in the chat they'll do that that's the beauty of a live stream we get the answers there for us but uh, yeah looking back at game week 20 uh, Jesus been all action I can't believe we've been doing we've been on the air an hour and 10 minutes Seamus yeah, and Phillips has yeah, already been booked. <laughs> Wednesday night's uh, actions, we mentioned Burnley and Villa already. Uh, big win for Burnley. 3-2. Uh, Grealish getting amongst the goals. Watkins picking up uh, a goal. And Targis getting in the assist as well. There isn't a whole lot from Burnley's side, like heavily owned. I think Wood, you know, he scored. That's his first goal in seven games or something like that. 1.6% owned. I don't think anyone... Is really looking too closely to Burnley for any attacking options. I don't think you should be, to be honest with you. Uh, but Villa, I think a little bit unlucky to lose that match. Uh, they got Burnley, as everyone's saying. Um, I thought they played great that first half. They should have been 2 3 0 up. Uh, they didn't, and then Burnley score uh, an equalizer pretty much straight into. Was it in the second half? I think it was just in the second half. I can't remember if it was at the end of the first or the start of the second. But, you know, those, like. Anyone that owned Target, Grealish, and Watkins are going to be happy. And it's not entirely, you know, inconceivable that you don't own all three of them. You know, like, they're very uh, easy to own the three. They're friendly price. They're tipping away this season. Uh, So, like, you know. The only only fans who would be disappointed here are actually Villa fans. If you're an FPL fan and own Villa players, you're going to be happy. Because you probably own those players. The only players that you probably might own that you wouldn't be happy with is Martinez. Um, but I saw Target get that uh, assist, and I was like, "Oh, they're told like Bernie." I saw, I didn't think Bernie would score one. It might, you know, three goals. So to see they got three all of a sudden, I was like, "Whoa, what's happening?" I don't think here? I don't think Bernie thought they um, three goals. Yeah, yeah. But I saw two were in quick succession there, so they obviously sucker punched him and uh, knocked him for six. But what have we got? Uh, a Watkins goal. That, that's kind of welcome from his well, owners. Yeah. Um, what was it? You said Jack Reed scored a cracker. Uh, no, he almost scored a fucking Puskas award-winning goal, ironically, against the same team that Son scored, uh, you know, uh, last year, the Puskas winners last year against. It nearly did the exact same thing, like ran through the entire team. Um, but he got a little bit unlucky at the end. But he did get a he did get a goal, and he played, you know, fantastically. It's hard to, to really judge how well he's playing when the commentators are, you know, they've got their tongue so far up his hole during the match that it's hard to, you know, really... Kind of, you'd have to be watching it because you can't judge it in what they're saying, you know? Um, either way, he played fantastic, though, and he's, you know, deserved his goal. I do think Villa were a little bit unlucky, and when you look at their fixtures um, coming up, it's, you know, I, this is why I went with Grealish uh, over over um, Gundogan uh, in the end. Uh, it was basically, like, Burnley this week, I thought, and way match against Burnley is pretty handy. And a way match against Southampton. Grealish has already scored 15 points, I think, against Southampton. Then they have a home match against West Ham, and a, which will be tough. And a, a home match against Arsenal. 
a Brighton. I just think, you know, Villa's fixtures aren't too shabby. I think they can... And they're just playing... When you look at how well they're playing, is my point. Now, that all might sound a bit silly considering they just lost 3-2 to Burnley, but that's how I felt pre-deadline anyway. Um, are you... You're looking at Martins, Seamus, aren't you? Yeah, Martinez is somebody I'm looking at, and um, I just fucking realised I haven't fucking sent the tweet out. Oh my god, it's gonna kill me. Um, <laughs> oops. Uh, yeah, here's uh, I could have to put out this live stream tweet here that I fucking failed to do at the this very start of this pod on the on Twitter. This is what I'm up against. Thanks for a reminder. Thanks for a reminder. Oh, I should have predicted uh, that you I mean, wouldn't do it. it yeah, I should account. have been like, oh, I'm sure you didn't send it, Seamus. You know, the one uh, thing that you had to yeah. do for this episode, the one thing. Uh, I've shared this on a lot of you. I just uh, don't normally control this account. So, yeah, here, let's get this going. What was your question? My question was, <laughs> Villa, you're looking at Martinez. Are you looking at anyone oh, yeah. else? Watkins uh, and uh, Grealish even? Uh, I was considering Grealish, yeah. I was considering Grealish as my KDB replacement, like you did. Um, whether I will or not, I haven't decided. I think I might just go yeah. Gundogan. I mean, if I don't go Gundogan, I'd probably go triple City defence. But I think I'll just go with Gundogan because I think he's just exceptional value. And also then if I want to move, or I could go to Sterling. So, uh, yeah, Grealish. No, I don't. I can't see anyone else I want to get Grealish for. There's a question there by, um, who asked it earlier, Ken Corbley. He was asking, what are, like people selling Bruno, Salah, you know, are they mad? You know, what? why would you want to do that? But, yeah, I don't think I'd want to get rid of them because they can snap back into form with one fixture and then all of a sudden you're like chasing and scrabbling to get them back in your team. So I'm going to hold them. There's other places in my team I would rather make moves. And, I can uh, under... Yeah, if the fourth or fifth slot... I can understand um, why people would be considering getting rid of Salah. Uh, like, it's been... Like, what's... Uh, when was the last time Salah... Like, he did get a brace against United uh, at the weekend in the FA Cup, but that's not worth much of a wank to FPL managers. But how long has it been since Salah has picked up some attacking returns? Uh, he hasn't scored... If he continues his blank tonight, it will be... Seven games, six games since his sixteen-point uh, return against Crystal Palace in that thirty-minute cameo, and before that, to be fair to him, he had been on a run of like an insane run since the start of the season. So he's went on a big, big drought. Oh, it's three-one. Just as I said it, I think Salah has scored. I think Salah. I think it is. I bet you this one gets overruled. I bet you this one gets right. overruled. Oh, there's a handball in there. There is a handball in there, Seamus. You might be right. I don't know what they're looking oh, at. Here's where... But uh, we'll see. Maybe it wasn't even Salah. I only had one eye in it. But the ball goes across. It is Salah's on the ball. He sticks it in. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see if this one counts. But just as I was saying, like, I'd be holding on to him. Do you know? Like I think anyone getting rid of Salah is a mad bastard. It reminds me of when Cristiano Ronaldo was in the in the game. and That's a great goal. Although, yeah, yeah, great goal. I did, I was watching it and I can see the handball in the build-up from Firmino. That'll be ruled out. I don't out. know. That was ruled out earlier in the season. Start of the season, these were being ruled out. But there's uh, a lot of play, a lot of play after it. We'll see. Um, it's the same move. You know, Liverpool, uh, Spurs don't get a touch in the ball. I think this is going to be ruled Peter, out. We've got Peter, what's his name? Peter Wallace or Shelton? What's that fucker from BT Sports called? It, the joke's... Peter Shilton? The, the ex-defender, Peter something. But uh, I've ruined it. The joke's ruined. Um, I'm sorry. But yeah, they're reviewing the handball. That does look like a handball to me. So this actually might be ruled out. I take it back. Get rid of Salah. There's no need. There's no need for him. Um, no. It, 
like what I was saying there, I do think that Salah is, um, he reminds me of Ronaldo in the sense that like, he's just, you know, like capable of insane amounts of return. Like his ceiling is so high. He's so consistent that even when he does cut through these droughts, as soon as you get rid of him, you're going to need him back in again. So, I mean, like anyone doing that, I think is a little bit, a little bit silly. Referees looking at the, uh, Looking at the monitor, um, usually when the they monitor. look at that, they stick I with it. Yeah, it's been a, it's a rare one that he'll change his mind. But uh, yeah, we're an hour and twenty minutes in. Anyone that's stuck with us this long, or anyone that's joined us, thanks for coming along. Our hundred episode, over a hundred hours of our lives. Oh, he's rolling, and it's a handball. It's ruled out. Two one still to Ugh. Liverpool. Um, the Spurs boys would be delighted anyway, but as an FPL owner of Salah, I am not happy at no. that whatsoever. But what the fuck is Firmino handling the fucking I ball think it was one of those. Dope. You saw it. It was Urgh. one of those, uh, you know, fucking, what can you do? But uh, I think this is looking like a great game. Control it correctly, you dope. Urgh. I'm fucking two goals in this game for my players, both being ruled off. That's fucking all. That's just, you're giving out what you I have about. both those players too. So you're actually saying your bad luck your bad luck at this point is affecting me, Joe. You need to like buck up oh, your luck I here. Don't you don't yeah, have to handball. fucking tell me. Are you that far behind in your stream that you're only seeing the handball now? I've actually refreshed I've actually refreshed my uh, my stream because I hadn't refreshed it since then and uh, my computer's making crazy loud noises right now. And uh, yeah, even after refreshing it it's still only showing it's still what like are you watching it through? Uh, uh, T V T V? Are you legally streaming? No, no. No, no, I would never illegally stream this. I'm just watching it on uh, on a, a legal stream. But it's just, uh, yeah, obviously, it's just so far Fair behind. Um, let's keep this show on the road. Uh, don't be afraid to like and subscribe, everybody. Although, um, yeah, it's been, it's been... I'm pretty happy with how this is going so far. I'm like, okay. Cons- considering I haven't actually... I only just tweeted out the actual uh, oh, I wouldn't <laughs> link for it. I would not worry about it. I mean, Twitter is not uh, is not exactly our most productive. I like. I think personally, we get better uh, kind of returns from you know people just finding the podcast or getting their friends recommending it or something. I've had people that have nowhere near Twitter that are listening to us for years, and it's like, hmm. you know, I mean, we don't do the sucking yeah. and the the cucking that we should be doing on Twitter. You know, that's that's how you get the followers. And uh, it's also how you lose your fucking dignity. But either way, let's get yeah. back into the land of FPL. Looking at the further fixtures, Chelsea Wolves. You barely touched on uh, Tommy Tuckle, as uh, as you say, Seamus. He got his first point uh, in his Chelsea reign there against Wolves. Nil-nil, bit of a drab affair. I think he started with three at the back. Rudiger did play, by the way. Uh, Rudiger, Thiago Silva... Uh, Thiago Silva getting the three points Azpilicueta getting uh, one Rudiger getting one and Patricio getting two so a clean sheet for Wolves and a clean sheet for Chelsea not much to to talk about attacking wise but you do need to be looking at his German compatriots the likes of Werner Havertz we mentioned Rudiger Uh, is he going to turn Werner around Seamus is there is that where we're going uh, if anyone can do it, it would be him, because um, Frank wasn't getting a tune out of him. Um, I was a bit distracted there by uh, what looked like was going to be a penalty for uh, Liverpool, because uh, Bergwijn 
like control the ball with his arm and roll down his arm. And I thought that's the sort of thing they do get penalties for these days. So not that I think it should be, but it is the sort of thing that they, they have been for given sure. penalties for. Did not happen. And uh, who's the penalty taker? Although actually, who is the penalty taker with Milner on the pitch? Well, I'd assume it would still be Salah. I think I've seen Salah taking penalties with Milner on the pitch. So I know if I was okay. Salah, I'd be saying, yeah. no, piss off. I need my I need my goals uh, my goal tally to be ranked up a little bit, but who knows? But going back to the question, Seamus, I think with 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 Salah kind of in poor form, they I think it would be a case of Salah needs to get in amongst the goals, give yeah, him the I shot, guess. yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, so going back to to Tuchel and his <laughs> debut for Chelsea, uh, I like it's obviously one that managers should be keeping an eye on, no. They should be. I honestly didn't even know. To I knew the rumors that he was uh, their like a, their chosen appointment. That that's yeah. who they wanted. Didn't hear anything until like the start of the game. I was like, I wonder who's actually in charge of this game. And there I saw his name on the uh, the manager's uh, list and live score. So that was the first I actually heard that he was confirmed as a manager. Couldn't tell you a single thing about that game, Joe. I haven't seen it. I don't know anything about it. I don't know whether they look good at Well, I don't think you could I judge it by that, that game. Uh, I'm not really focused on it either. I didn't watch it, but I'm I'm thinking like long term. You know, German manager comes in, he's going to change the team around a little bit. What are Chelsea's fixtures like at the moment? Dare I ask? So like they've got a, a lovely run: Burnley at home, Spurs away. Uh, they've you know like they they're that's going to be an even enough game so I wouldn't worry about it but Burnley at home Sheffield United Newcastle at home a really nice run uh in the next four yeah like three of the next four excellent pictures yeah. although Sheffield United as you said they beat Man United this uh this week and they have looked better in recent weeks kind of like Fulham have yeah. um could they could they uh, be a tougher game than we're giving it credit I don't for? might have to see how they perform yeah. against City this week if, if the City game here is one of those really kind of dogged and I still expect City to win but if it's a dogged 1-0 win to City you know or 2-1 or 2-0 win or something like that just that they've had to work hard for then it could be that City or Sheffield United have basically gotten a bit of confidence back from their their more recent performances their two recent wins and uh, they could uh, I still think they got relegated but they might actually try and make a proper yeah. fist of this it. could be the start to it this could be the turning point I think that's what a lot of people I know that's what the commentators were focusing on very heavily last night after the United match was like is this going to be the platform you need to you know make a one last lunge don't get me started on the commentators though the commentators last night were like this is the upset of the season You're like yes this is more of an upset than Aston Villa 7 yeah exactly well I mean they need to sell it I get it but they are they're morons especially the ones on BT like I literally turn it down like turn it off sometimes you know uh, like even in yeah. the new FIFA game I shouldn't be probably going off on a tangent but the commentary in that is so boring like I just have switched to switched it to German now and when I'm sick of the German when I switch to Spanish <laughs> do you know it's like it's absolute mundane no Martin Tyler this this uh, version don't know why but that's enough um, of FIFA talk yeah go sure. for it let me let, uh, like I'm finding it harder to talk about games I haven't seen when I don't have a drink in my hand so I'm going to have to take do, my first do, do, do. Uh, sejour from the, the pod here grab, to grab a, drink. a drink Liverpool um, have just scored yeah. uh, I can distract everyone get out of here don't be watching this go get your fucking drink okay. what I have something to talk okay. about by the time I come back it'll only be happening on my yeah. screen anyways Mane has just stuck the ball in the back of the net and uh, it's Trent whipping the ball in oh an assist for Trent and Mane sticking it after a bit of a defensive error there from what I assume 
is number 14. Who the fuck is 14? Is that the young lad? It is Roden or whatever his name is. Yeah, dodgy touch there. Dodgy, dodgy touch, but Mane smashing it first time. 3-1 Liverpool. Uh, this is going to be an uphill battle for, for Spurs. Clap overjoyed on the uh, on the sideline. Vamping isn't as easy when you're alive. Let's see if I have anyone in the chat that can distract me. Leon McLuchan, Luchlan, Luchlan. Ah, man, I hate not being able to. It's embarrassing to not be able to say an Irish name. Congrats on the hundred episodes. Thanks to you. Thanks a lot, Leon. Uh, it means it means quite a bit. Uh, yeah. So three one to Liverpool, and uh, it's all on it's all on Sonny Boy's uh, shoulders now. He he's he's I think he's the only one. Yeah, Kane's off. It's been a bit of a shocker for uh, Spurs players but James is back he's here to save me you can hear everything I'm saying anyway can't you you've got your ears I can I've got my headphones in I literally uh, just uh, came back just to score that's how far behind I am but 90 oh, seconds how did behind. it sound how was my vamping uh, of course how was my vamping that sounded pretty really dodgy oh well oh well um, yeah so 3-1. I don't think I was expecting this many goals. I was expecting this to be closer to a nil-nil than uh, 3-1, to be honest with you, Seamus. Once, uh, once Spurs conceded the first... Yeah, no, I know what you're saying, but once Spurs conceded the first, I was like, yeah, there's going to be more. Uh, yeah, yes. Roden could have done better there. He kind of let it bounce across his body. you got to get rid of it. He let it bounce off his knee. That's what I'm saying. Like, you need to be making a decision there. Uh, so that's the Chelsea Wolves for match. Brighton Fulham for Trent. Yeah. Uh, big returns, um, especially if those had held the fate with Mane. Who, to be fair, Seamus, since he got Salah in, it's been all Mane. You know? right, I'm, I'm going to see how this is affecting my live rank. Do, do. There's nothing I, I love doing more than checking my live rank mid-game. To see Just because you know how much it pisses me off, I think. Um, I'm going to guess the old smoke box, really. But, uh, yeah, we've nearly done with the game me 20 games. It's supposed to be a game me 21 preview, but... Uh, you know, I mean, we're kind of doing both, aren't we? We always do both. Talk about what's what lays ahead, what lay ahead, whatever way you say it. Brighton, Fulham, nil-nil. Not, not a whole lot to talk about there. Clean sheets for, you know, the likes of Sanchez. He's a pretty cheap goal uh, goalkeeping option at the moment. I think he's still 4.4. Um, but uh, I'm just going to double-check that price. But, yeah, Sanchez is 4.41% owned. It's whether or not you want to go with Brighton two tough ones Spurs and Liverpool up next but then the fixtures kind of clear up a little bit Burnley Villa Crystal Palace West Brom Leicester Southampton Newcastle all in the next you know seven game weeks so not oh I forgot you're back actually I was here still talking <laughs> non-stop I'm like oh I can I can. Like, pass he's not going to give me an opportunity to jump in here <laughs> no 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 I was kind of just in that vamp stage but uh, yeah so, like not a whole lot to talk about from Brighton Fulham if you ask me I think Areola's uh, proven to be you know, not a bad asset either, especially if you had jumped on him for, was it the double game week people had, or was it a free hit? I can't remember. But um, 10 point return this week, and uh, Fulham's fixtures aren't too bad either. West Brom away, Leicester at home, West Ham, Everton, Sheffield United, Crystal Palace. Uh, not bad, but I wouldn't be touching either of those teams with a barge pole. What about you, Seamus? Um, I don't even own a barge pole. Um, well, that's on yeah. you. How can you move into a new home and not have a barge uh-huh. pole? I lost my barge pole mid-move. Yeah. I put it in a box. I don't know where that box went. Yeah, Where is that 10-foot box I put around the place? But uh, Everton, Leicester, moving on. We've talked a lot about Everton. Rodriguez uh, getting his uh, first... Back. 
he's back. back. Second start in two games. Uh, first goal in fuck me since game week four. So uh, it's been a while since he's setting his testicles. Um, it's been a while, but four goals, three assists. Uh, he's broken that uh, that barren streak now. And as we mentioned. Everton have some nice fixtures, but looking at Leicester, and this is something that Nuclear did chat about earlier on in the chat, and I've had a few, we've had a few people talking about Leicester. T. Elliman's goal, Barnes assist. A lot of talk about what Leicester asset you'd be looking at, the likes of Madison, the likes of Barnes were heavily touted this week. Not so much T. Elliman's. He was kind of, uh, you know, going a little bit under the radar. 6.4, pretty much nailed on for game time. I think he's missed. He's missed 57 minutes this whole season. And uh, two goals, seven assists. Or, sorry, five goals, two assists. And, uh, yeah, two assists and two goals in his last four games, Seamus. Is he someone you'd be looking at? No. No. And I'll tell you why, because I had him last season. His first half season, he was in the Premier League. He got uh, three goals, five assists when after arriving in January. And it looked like, well, here's a player. He looked really, really good. And he is a great player. He is a great player. Yeah. Just, he, he lies deeper. He's kind of more of a deeper Kevin De Bruyne type player. He's obviously Belgian as well. Um, but he, yeah, he kind of makes him tick over and he can get stuck in if he needs to. But quite often in games, he's just not getting forward. Of his five goals, I think two of them have been penalties, maybe even three, mm-hmm. um, but I think two. So if you take those out of what he's on three goals, two assists. So you have to rely on Vardy not being on the pitch. With Vardy out injured, he's probably going to be on the pitch take for penalties the next few games. Um, I will have to hold my hands for... up now and, and admit that I didn't even consider the penalty. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Well, then I've seen Perez. I always see Perez take penalties as well. And with uh, he's on the pitch now in... in uh, Kane's are in uh, Vardy's absence. I still would be going for Barnes or Madison, and I'd probably edge more towards Barnes, but I won't be getting him purely because I've had Barnes this season, and he was a frustrating prospect. Because all it takes is for Brendan Rodgers to decide, I'm playing in this formation, and all of a sudden Barnes is not as effective. Now, maybe because they're out of Europe, uh, when he was in Europe... Are they out of Europe? uh, I know, but like, there's no European games at the moment. There will be soon, though. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's like yeah. two weeks away. What I mean is, uh, yeah, so like Barnes, for example, here has two goals and three uh, three goals, two assists in the last six games. So he's yeah. got an assist in, or an attacking return in all but one of these last six games. So, like, that's probably about two weeks after I sold him or something like that. So that's kind of frustrating. But he is good and he's a young player. He's improving. Um, he's already matched his goals from last season I'll point out but uh, he hasn't got half as many as return uh, assists so it was it was fo- it was four weeks after you sold him it was the Fulham match that you you had him when he come on and got you that goal I think was it uh, yeah uh, I think I was. had him the next game and he was benched yeah he and didn't play any minutes I had him in game week 12 where he started on the bench and came off for the last 20 minutes and I was like I can't be dealing with this <laughs> he's played 73 minutes in the last three game weeks. Uh, I gotta get rid of him. He's, he's minutes going on. But that was because Brendan Rodgers was persisting with this five at the back formation. Vardy up front and not really playing with wingers. Now he's playing with wingers again. You know? Yeah. It's, it's all uh, look, Kane's going off, Kane going off injured tonight has left me open with a whole set of problems. But I'd love to be taking advantage of Leicester's fixtures. But, you know, it's not fixing my issue because midfield is not really... It's not an area that I'm too worried about. There's lots of options in midfield. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens going forward. Man United, Sheffield United, speaking of forwards, uh, there was a lot of people took a punt on 
Cavani this week, and I I personally didn't expect him to start. Uh, I thought you know, he started uh, in the cup, and uh, I think he's going to kind of rotate Martial, Rashford, Pogba. You know, you've got these players that I don't think I think with Martial or with Rashford's injury record, you know, like as in like he, he he can pick up the knocks. He's still got that bit of a a back injury, I'd imagine. Uh, so with his injury record, uh. I think he's going to manage his minutes a bit more and then you can't fit him all in, you know? So I was expecting Cavani to, to be arrested and he was, uh, not that it made much of a dip. Well, it probably did make a difference. Cause I don't know if Marcian was even on the pitch for half the fucking match. Cause he might as well not have been on the pitch. Do you know, you wouldn't Absolutely. recognize him on the pitch anyway. You wouldn't recognize him. Cunt didn't fucking move a muscle, but, uh, yeah, either way, um, United losing to Sheffield United. We won't dwell on it too long. Cause there's not a whole lot from Sheffield that's, Either of us are looking at. I don't know why you would be. Sheffield's fixtures are pretty rough still. You know, City away this week. West Brom, obviously that's a nice one. They'll be hoping to win that, pick up the three points. But then they're following that with Chelsea, West Ham are on a great run of form. Fulham, who are no easy team to beat. Liverpool, so yeah. It's just like Sheffield, we're obviously not touching them. And United, outside of Bruno and maybe their defence. I mean, their defence without Tuanzebe at least. Um is something but like I'm not I'm sticking with he's the, like just the Bruno he's the only United asset I want unless you're you know you're looking at taking a punt on a Rashford as I said but uh, no point dwelling on it too much and that brings us to the game we are currently watching and game week 20 has been reviewed uh, yeah I mean all in all Seamus not the worst you know no I mean uh, what points are you on at the minute I'm just going to refresh my points here I'm on 56 points uh, I'm not going to get any bonus. I'll tell you right now, sir. Sir, I will tell you right now. I'm on 45. I'm gonna. Re- I'll, I'll reload it, but what's it? 47. Yeah. So 47 minus four. My minus four worked out, which is which isn't too bad uh, in the sense that. Really? Yeah, I mean, I got KDB and Vardy out, and got Grealish and uh, Kane in. Oh yeah. So my bench was one one. Sorry. Yeah, with the cane injury, I was like, with the cane injury, I was just thinking, how did that work out? But yeah, you Grealish, and that that ended up in a goal. So it ended uh, up in a goal, points. and my bench was one, one, one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I I have my strongest team out there, which is always nice, you know. Uh, but a lot yeah. of ones, Justin delivered me one, Bamford delivered me one. Looking ahead to next week, I have my team up there uh, in front of you, and uh, like I was look, I had things to be worried about. Like I was looking at Meslier. Uh, upgrading him to Martinez, uh, maybe, you know, then turning target into Cancelo. Basically, just turning my team into your team, Seamus, so you can't catch me. But uh, <laughs> in in the bigger picture, like, now that Kane might be missing that Brighton match, that's a bit of a sickener. I was really looking forward to that. But, you know, we saw the last Brighton-Spurs match was 1-1, and we've seen a lot of Spurs against weaker teams either scraping by or just not delivering what we'd hope to deliver yeah it just seems like there's probably too short a turnaround time I've, I've no idea the extent of Kane's injury but like it's Thursday night their next game is on yeah. Sunday okay, so like he's probably not going to be fit for that you'd imagine then you've got a bit of a gap no actually you've no gap their next game after that then is next Thursday again against Chelsea so you got to think that's going to be the game they're going to try and get him back for if and Chelsea under Thomas Tuchel Tommy Tuchel then um is that a good game? Maybe, probably not. It's a though. game you like. You don't uh, mind if you have the players already, but it's not one you look to target. You know. 
So assuming Kane's no, injured, no. Chips. so I mean that's kind of a shame if you have to. Yeah, it's a shame if you're going to have to get get rid of Vardy and the person you get in from. You have to immediately get rid of. That's too. That feels like a transfer wasted. But what can you do if these things happen sometimes? And sometimes then that puts your planned transfer on the back burner. Or I guess you could just take a minus four, or you could just take the hit and wait on Kane and do that next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll but have to see. Seems like. But tell me, like, assuming I wanted to get rid of Kane. Like, who are you looking at there? I'm looking at uh, Game Week 21 specifically. Any matches in Game Week 21 that you're looking to target? Well, yeah, but I, yeah, I wouldn't just target just no, a single No, I know, but I mean, for the, for the picture, purpose for of the, the next, episode. At least the next three, yeah. Like, yeah, I like to look at the next five. I mean, if you look at the, the fixtures that stand out, um, Fulham against West Brom, but That's they don't have a good striker. You can pick from their striker... Yeah, I mean, I'm saying that's the that's the fixture on but paper. But that, that could be no no. Pictures. Like, I'm not expecting that to be a high score. Are you? Um, no, but uh, like, if I was going to cons- consider any team to concede uh, by goal, like yeah. concede goals, it would be West Brom. Is there any team in the in the? Are they probably the worst defense in the league this season? <laughs> Possibly. Like, every second week they're conceding. Yeah, they can They've conceded so many um, at home. I think something like what was this? I think before the City game, it was 17 in the last four home matches. So now it's something like. 21 in the last five which is an insane amount I'm, I might be wrong with that I most yeah. likely are um, uh, I mean like the man I was looking at before KDB's injury was to was was Watkins I was gonna this before I had Grealish I was like you know what get a, get a bit of that Villa attack and you know Southampton uh, at home or away to Southampton I don't I think that there's gonna be goals in that match I think uh, the last one was what 4-2 4-3 uh I think it was uh, four three or it was three two. Yeah, high score match. It was a uh, yeah. I um I don't uh, I don't necessarily think I'd like Watkins if I was going yeah. to that game. Uh, they're away to start with Southampton are really good at home. No, Southampton's team, the team they put out against Arsenal, was decimated by injury. As soon as I saw the team sheet, I was like, oh crap! I didn't realize their their defense was this bad. I mean, they had. Um, Bednarak, but then he was the only starter from their back four. Apart, you know, obviously McCarthy and goals, but from the back four, they had Jan yeah. Valerie playing. Uh, Kyle Walker Peters is injured. Um, left back, I can't remember even who they played left back, but it wasn't Bertrand. And then they had uh, Stevens alongside um, Bertrand as well. And I saw that, I was like, Arsenal gonna fucking whip him here. And I went to, uh, that happened. So there could be joy for. So you say Lacazette? That That's what you're so. saying. Attack the Man United match, Lacazette. <laughs> uh, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying Southampton are bad, not that no, Arsenal are good. Um, I would say the best fixture out there on paper is the Man City one, but like, I could, would I endorse or recommend um, Jesus? No, he didn't even start the last game. He's got like something like thirty odd points this season in FPL. He's not playing well, um, so he's he's a no go. Aguero, he's a no go. And then you've got Chelsea against Burnley. Burnley just won there recently um, against Villa in a game that you probably would have fancied Villa in, especially when they were ahead. So Burnley are a bit resurgent. So can't back a Chelsea player. Then after that, they're playing Spurs. I would probably... Oh, it's tough, man. It's tough. Leicester. No, no Leicester players. Vardy's out. Leicester would be the one you'd go for otherwise. Um, maybe Danny Ings. Maybe. That's true. That's actually not a bad show. Danny Ings. Or, yeah, look, Everton, Richardson or yeah. Calvert-Lewin. I'd probably actually 
I was going to put my money on anything, probably Calvert-Loon. Probably go back to him yeah, for a few weeks. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Anyway, you might be right. Just go straight to Calvert-Loon. Yeah, Leeds next week. Yeah, no, you're right, actually. If Kane's injured, that's what I'm going to do. I am going to go to DCL. Good shout, Seamus, and thanks for bringing that to my attention. And we've got another 10 or so minutes left uh, in this match and in this stream. Uh, anyone that's still with us this far, big ups. Uh, big fucking big massive thank you uh it means a lot and it you know just even being here 100 100 episodes later is uh is you know i don't know it's it's something that's probably not worth overstating although i've definitely done it tell me seamus what have you learned like of the last 100 episodes what has stuck with you you know making a podcast the last 100 episodes oh um how much <laughs> FPL controls my emotions on a given week and my moods. And uh, at the end of the day, it is just a game and you shouldn't let it do that. So if that is the case and it's getting too much, disengage from whatever content you're on. There's most weeks I'll listen to three or four or five different podcasts, but some weeks I may not listen to... Well, I, might listen I meant to more specifically uh, in I mean, terms that's... of producing the podcast and doing it like from your own point of view, not necessarily the game, you know? Uh, oh, what would I? What have I learned producing it? Uh, it? There's a lot more work that goes into it, and a lot more time. Like for a one-hour pod that you might hear each week, there could be three or three, three and a half, four hours of work into it. More for you. You're doing a lot more of the production there recently. So uh, the season with the video content as well. So thank you very much for that, and appreciate everything you've been doing with that. But yeah, the amount of work that goes into it, I do definitely respect. Uh, other content creators that bit much yeah, more. Which isn't said a lot because you didn't have a lot of respect in the first place. That's just you. That's how you approach things. But uh, yeah, I'm with you. Um, I think like I'm just happy that we do this because we want to do it. Do you know? Because that is, it's a saturated market right now. Uh, it is heavy, heavy with content creators. But before we go, it wouldn't be an episode of well, it wouldn't be the 100 episode if we didn't pay a little visit to the drunk tank. And we do have a couple of questions, Seamus. Uh, we have a question in from a lad who's in the chat already. He got got to rake his questions in, but uh, he's got another one in nice and early beforehand. Um, nuclear Adams, at Adams Nuclear, which player is better to bring in for the future double game week, which may be 20, game week 26, Gundogan or Grealish? So pretty much the question that I was uh, asking at the start of the show, Gundogan or Grealish, you say you say Gundogan? I think I've shown my cards. Yeah, I think I go Gundogan. Um, I've just noticed there, actually, we had a... Oh, well, <laughs> this message was from like an hour ago, <laughs> asking does anyone else have audio issues with the stream? Uh, uh, doesn't seem. Where was that so, message? Um, sorry, uh, that was a private message I got there on Twitter from uh, FPL Dad. Um, but it seems like no one else has complained, and a few people have said it's been good. So hopefully, yeah. Okay, I think it's probably good. I'll... Sorry, Dad. Hopefully, you've got that going again. If you're sorry, you are listening, <laughs> uh, your question specifically. <laughs> sorry, yeah, Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Dad. Uh, which player is better to bring in for you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I go Gundogan. I just think uh, he's on penalties. Um, he's looked brilliant. What's his returns been? He's the highest informed player over the. Uh, uh, if you go to transfers and sort by form, uh, he's the player that will emerge on top in all positions. Yeah, he's um, been insane. You know, even higher yeah. than Stones. Yeah, eight point eight. He's averaging eight point eight uh, points a game over the last month. Um, uh, yeah, I think we've yeah, already like you're on the Gundogan camp. I'm in the Grealish camp. Uh, fair enough. And next question is from Liam FPL at F E F F P L 
underscore Liam. He's got a bit of a dilemma this week uh, where he doesn't know which to bench Bamford or Adams. So Bamford is uh, against... Who is he against? Bamford is against... I have both players. I'll tell you what my team is Dude. like. I have both players. Um, oh, I'm playing both. Uh, Leicester away, uh, Villa at home. I think I'd play Adams at home to Villa. Home game, Southampton are stronger at home. Don't think they can rely on their defence. Um, Leicester have been solid. Leicester are doing well this season. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's a tougher game for Leeds than it is for Southampton, who already beat them uh, this season. So, yeah, I'd go. I'd start Adams if I was going to bench one of them. I know Bamford. What, what's their points like overall this season? The information. 74 points for Shea Adams. Bamford is on... 104. There's a big difference. Form. But see, Bamford doesn't have the form. What's Bamford got? He's got two goal, two assists and one goal in his last five games. One goal in five games. One goal in six games. Yeah. yeah so that's an Adams from, from Seamus. Uh, for me, I think I'm Bamford uh, all the way. I have I only have Bamford, so I'm not in that you know pickle. But I think Leeds are just... You know, they, like, they're, like Leicester put him to the sword in the last match. But you know yourself, as soon as you bench Bamford, he's going to score fucking the brace. Do you know that kind of way? That's how I... Yeah. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of thinking I might reverse my decision if I look at it here. They have won two goals in their last six yeah. games. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking I'm going to reverse that and go Bamford. Uh, at least we know uh, Leeds, have, um, Leeds have goals in them. We do, and Bobby Firmino is coming off now. That match is still 3-1 to Liverpool. And uh, yeah... I can't see that. There's, it would take a miracle for this to, to turn around. I just saw a replay of his goal as well. And you're right, what the fuck was Dyer doing? But uh, yeah, um, we're reaching the end. That's the end of the drunk tank. Um, thanks to the lads for, for getting those questions in. Uh, Seamus, is there anything else you, you want to touch on before we start wrapping this up? No, I just had a look at it there. Um, I can say, just looking at lives, uh, livefpl.net, um, looks like I'm going to have a 100k green arrow anyway, so I'm going to be kind of uh, close to that. I'm, I'm 582 at the minute. If any one of my attackers, Son or Kane, Kane? does something, um, Son or Salah, apologies, um, do anything, that's going to be significant because it looks like there's been a lot of sellers in my OR for Salah yeah. recently. So, um, yeah, that will do some a lot of benefit. If only one of those two goes as such. But sure, what can you do? Uh, looks like a decent chunky green arrow for me. The one thing I was going to say is looking at the chunky top green 10 or chunky K, red? No, you got a good week. Chunky chunk, green. Chunky green. Yeah, chunky green. Um, the one thing I would say is in the top 10K... Oh, my God, I keep clicking on the wrong thing. <laughs> in the top 10K player ownership, the players that did well in this game, um, you know, uh, Mane and Trent... Are very lowly owned. You would have expected them to be higher owned, especially in different seasons. Alexander Arnold's only uh, effective ownership is 1.4% in the top yeah. 10k. Manny's is 1.23%. Like it's barely made a, an impact on my on my rank. I know it's around the same in my uh, rank. I'm, as I said, in the 500 to 600k kind of territory um, at the minute. What about you? Is this looking like a red for you? Have you? Checked I haven't your checked live the rank? live rank. Um, as I said before, we started recording. I was on a hundred and two thousand. I suppose I could. I could do it here while while we're there. Bring up everything, uh, all the porn. Oh, that's the wrong. That's the wrong uh, thing. But um, my live rank, live FPL. Here we are. She's loading up. Um, 
47 red arrow has seen me drop I'm as it stands it doesn't have the post auto subs but uh, I'm on just inside the 100k mark 99238 so if I can stay inside there oh, okay. great but I doubt it I think uh, there'll be some people with, no, with benchers you'll drop 6 or yeah, 7k exactly. I'd say mine mine I think a while ago was saying um, my post my rank post auto subs was going to be about 9k lower than uh, what it was pre auto subs so I'm looking to be about 580k um, kind of a shame that, that that double game week I didn't I should have attacked it pretty much everyone I wanted in that double game week um, came out with points the players I wanted Martinez was a player I was was a worth taking a hit for Stones worth taking a hit for Diaz worth taking a hit for yeah. Cancelo worth taking a hit for Antonio they all fucking came in of course I went with none of them um, but you live and learn I rolled my transfer yeah I, look it's just the way the chips fell uh, for me in the particular week I didn't have enough time to like really think about my transfers and as a result I always kind of earned the side of inaction then I said look just have a roll your transfer if you're not sure and have the extra one the following week but that's that's the way it is uh, I've got my team is in pretty good condition I'm looking at how my team is set up for next week um, I'm at the minute I've got Suchek playing against Liverpool it would be a brave man who would drop him especially the way Liverpool are playing away from home although they just beat Spurs maybe that's turning we've got a late uh, yeah, a late a joiner into the chat Eamon he's asking why are you guys still sober um, I guess it, for me it's the red arrow it's it's sobering me up uh, I don't I don't feel the need to celebrate so aggressively but um, you Seamus what's your excuse I haven't I, have, I haven't drank enough but at the same time I um, I don't feel that sober I kind of feel a bit a bit tipsy, but I'm certainly not like I'm like just lightweight, two beers, kind of I'm half not, drunk. Not actually. You're anybody's. Drunk. Yeah, no. Um, I'm fucking keeping an eye on about fifty different things at once here, so I've been neglecting my my beers. But I do have one here and sip a beer to the working man. Uh, anyone that's still with us, make sure you give the stream a like, uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Um, it seems to have gone. Okay, this is where we, when we end it now, we find out that everything was just uh, gobbledygook. We came out sounding like hell out of, out of uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Shabis. Mm. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I'm just having a look here. I'm hoping that they're going to give a penalty for that on the sun there, but it doesn't look like it is. I can tell you it isn't. They're playing away. I'm sorry. But uh, mm. no, it looks like this match is going to, it's going to, what's the word? Weed. Peter out, Peter out. Weeder out was in my head, but yeah, not so much. Uh, the last, I think, since Liverpool got the third goal, they've pretty much kind of closed off the game a little bit. So at least while I'm watching, uh, yeah. But it's been a pretty enjoy. I, I, I felt when the prediction was there, like I thought that Liverpool would go on and get another goal to extend their lead. That's why I said two nil. But obviously, um, Spurs getting that goal back. Oh, your transfer worked out. Robertson lost his clean sheet. Yeah, Robertson lost his clean sheet. It worked out well. Massive. Like my two transfers would have gotten me. Okay, so I would have played Adams instead of playing Dunn because Dunn was a non-playing yeah. player. So I would have got two, uh, two plus uh, two plus two. I would have got four points. In the end, I ended up getting twenty-three points. So that you worked out massively. Hit, so it was a solid, um, pure twenty-three. No, it's a pure twenty-three. And uh, if we look at it here. Just trying to see what the difference in points is because I, you know, we were close at one stage. You went down a big, massive green arrow. A bender. I like to call it an FPL bender. for a while. Yeah. Bender. 
an FPL bender of green arrows. That's exactly what you did there for a while. And uh, you went away, you nearly pulled 100 points away from me. So what's it now? 39 plus 33. So you're like 72 points ahead of me. I'm pulling back nine points this week. Not a whole lot. Actually, I'm pulling back 13 because you took a hit as well. Uh, so I'm pulling back some points. If I can pull back 10 points a week for a few weeks, I'll be in a much better position. But uh, yeah, I just have to keep hoping that injuries strike your team because you're top. Well, you're fucking hoping is working because like based on Kane getting subbed off tonight my little bit of bad luck in terms of injuries is continuing but hey look uh, as as the great dolly parton said you can't have the sunshine without a little bit of rain isn't that how it goes seamus yeah yeah you know me um, as dolly and parton why wouldn't you be she's one of the greatest singer songwriters of our generation is it even our generation she's still alive so i'm gonna say yes but uh we're getting towards the end and uh we're getting to the to the soppy section, I suppose, where we thank everyone for the last 100 episodes. Anyone that's listened, anyone that's shared, retweeted, liked. Uh, yeah, it means a lot to us. It's it's literally what keeps the podcast going. Um, I don't know how how motivated we'd be if, if we didn't think there was anyone getting a bit out of it. But there seems to be a little bit. And we're here for the last 100 and maybe we'll be here for 100 more. I don't know. We'll see what way this pandemic works out, Seamus, you know? yeah like uh, it feels like this is like our second season but yeah it's our third and uh what have you got 38 game weeks a season um usually about 40 pods or so mm-hmm. a season so yeah it's it's been it's been brilliant um we enjoyed it some weeks it's harder than others trying to find the time to do it um but it's always been enjoyable it's always great like as i said if we weren't doing this uh, and recording it and putting it out there for people that doesn't know we would be chatting shit about this That's anyway ourselves uh, back in the day we would be sitting down in the pub talking about this uh, and or at the start of this podcast we'd be over in your place having a few beers talking about you know why you're an idiot and why I'm an idiot <laughs> because of yeah. the subs and transfers we made in FBL but yeah it would be a whole uh, lot of what ifs now we're doing you it know? remotely uh, I'm, t- yeah. I'm here thanking everyone that listens and stuff but I suppose I should be thanking you a little bit because you know, you're the one that actually has to listen to me with all my crazy ideas and stubborn fucking artistic uh, approach to things where I'm like, no, this is bad because of this, you know, blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I suppose I'm um, I'm pretty grateful to have you holding my hand at times. But that might be coming to uh, a bit of a there might be a bit of a pause in that in a couple of weeks. You, as you mentioned already, your wife is heavily pregnant and. You're expecting your first, uh, uh, you know, in the next month or so. So I don't know what's going to happen. Um, we might get, uh, we might get a couple of stand-ins to, you know, to take your place. I'm sure they won't fill your shoes, but they'll, uh, they'll do their best. You know. Yeah, life events conspiring against me. You could have. <laughs> I don't um, know if I'd be so negative. Like, like, you know, but whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm joking. But uh, no, it's uh, it'd be great. But yeah, I think there's going to be a couple of weeks there where I don't think I'm going to be uh, able to get away with talking to my mate about FPL for uh, you know two two and a half hours, three hours uh, on a on a week a week night when maybe I'm going to be maybe this live yeah. stream and no, I, I I do know I've pretty much been no, I just mean maybe the live stream <laughs> so, uh, has kind of opened up a new avenue for us, you know, in the sense of uh, you know we'd be a bit more flexible. It'll be a couple of weeks though, certainly where I won't be able to do to do anything but uh hopefully that won't be for long and uh yeah 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 let's uh let's see if we can uh, keep it going here and i uh i hope 
you know, you have a couple of guests or ideas lined up. I do not. Um, in my I absence. do not. But uh, the Liverpool match is over. That's ended 3-1. Seamus, you want to take us out with those nasty details you like sharing at, every ep- at the end of every episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, if you've been watching this anyway, you know we're on YouTube. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the stream so far. Like the uh, pod, uh, like the channel if you haven't already, like the episodes, um, you know, rate, review on any of the podcasts you listen to. Apple is the newest one we're on this year. That took a while to get going. We're also on uh, FPL Twitter. Uh, so um, FPL Hangover uh, is the handle for the pod. A drunker than you and, talk. Uh, I'm at it. <laughs> I just was thinking the exact same. I was like, geez, I'm stuck on my words here. Uh, yeah, those beers are hitting me now. I think, you know what's hitting me? I think that Salah and Sunblank is hitting me. I think I'm just going, God damn it. And now Trent is, is Trent an option again? These are the thoughts going through my head as I watch the players shake hands at the end of this game. Um, but yeah, look, I have to also say look, thanks to, to you because you put in tremendous work every week on this, um, especially even more so this season since we've upped it and we've started doing the video production with it as well and uh, the streaming channel. And I know there's a lot of people who only watch it on, on YouTube because we'll see people liking this too. I'm like, who are these? These people aren't on Twitter. So it's great to kind of just get it out there to extra people. And that all comes down to you for the extra effort you put in. So yeah, you make it, uh, make it easier. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And uh, I think that's what he's saying. I'd like to wish all our listeners as well look happy green arrows. Um, I will be back next week and probably another week or two after that. After that, who knows if she goes early. But uh, if I don't get the opportunity to say it to any of you guys, may your eyes be green. That's perfect, Seamus. I appreciate the kind words. Uh, and I, I, I mirror your sentiments. Uh, so, yeah, guys, enjoy game week 21 it's just around the corner two days uh, hopefully you get a chance to get this into you and if you don't who gives a shit 